Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> This is the third night of what can only be described as a uh, complete takeover of a seven-block area of a Seattle neighborhood. One had several ammunition clips. One of our fine uh, protesters here responded to our request for, you can see one of our fine protesters here just yelling to hear himself yell. Very good. Okay. It's more like a pedestrian street festival of sorts. There's couches in the middle of the road. There's gardening uh, taking place. Washington is an open carry state. Some of these protesters are armed, Anderson. You have to worry about the potential for bloodshed, the potential for violence. Call the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. What's your thought on that? I have not heard anything about that from any credible source. We've got four blocks in Seattle that is more like a block party atmosphere. We have block parties in this part of Seattle all the time. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Well, tell that to the police who was supposed to be in that precinct, though. You are fake news. Great story. Compelling and rich. Very fake news. Hey, all you un-American bastards! I will eat your ass! I'll do it! All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag for you over here. Get your cars back, you back out of here! You are a terrific team on all counts. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right by my wonderful co-host, Blonde, once again. Welcome. Hello. And uh, you seem particularly happy. That's new mom, Blonde, of course. The weight is now off your shoulders, out of your gut. And into your arms, congratulations uh, on behalf of myself and the audience. I know you were missed last week, but thanks again to our friend Frank for filling in. It was a great show. I watched it from the NICU. <laughs> well, I'm, gl- I'm glad we were uh, entertainment through that ordeal. Yeah. Um, of course, we will discuss the details or as much as Blonde wants to share, because a lot of this is new to me. I'm not even totally filled in. We'll do that right at the top of the show here in a minute. And then we'll get to all of the week's news. There's no shortage as usual. Uh, another police shooting of a black man in Atlanta. Who causes... clearly deserved it. Let's just start off the show. That just... I'm pretty baffled that there are a lot of people saying this is anything other than a justified shooting. I, I mean, we'll go through the footage, but... Yeah, I mean, TLDR, dude's drunk behind the wheel, takes a field. If you watch the, all of the footage, the exchange between the guy and the cops was actually very nice. It was very a, they were being so cordial. And he actually shoots. We'll talk about this later. He, he just actually flips shoots out, the taser. Yes, steals the taser, tries to shoot the cops with the taser, and then is shot. We'll, we'll go through it as much as Susan WikiWiki will allow us to share. And then, uh, hey, you probably picked a great time to leave Seattle, too. I know it's been, what, like a year and a half or a couple years now? Yeah. I, I forget how long you've been out. But um, yeah. do you know this? I assume you know this Capitol Hill area that is this now. This is, the- yeah. You can see my bar studio and my favorite ramen place, and it's four blocks from my apartment. 
Oh, really? so if you were still there, you would be just looking down on it with the, yeah. the worst look of scorn on your face. Yeah. And I feel mm. really vindicated because I was leaving Seattle and I'm like telling people like, listen, like they're going to there's going to be a race riot. People are going to boog out. Everybody get a year of freeze dried food and leave the city. And they're like, bitch, you're crazy. And now I'm like, oh, what would you look at that? <laughs> look at that. And I know I mentioned this to you in the Skype chat earlier, but in his discussions of Chaz and all these riots and various things going on across the country, on Tucker's show, he mentioned everyone moving to Coeur d'Alene and Bozeman specifically. Like, shut up, Tucker. Shut, shut your up, mouth. dude. I couldn't believe it was weird. It, yeah. it was as if he was prompted by by this show or I know. something. Shut our, both your of our... sexy bow-tied mouth. <laughs> shut it. I was so mad. It's like, I, I don't want people yeah. coming here and screwing it up. And, uh... There, I wish I had more time to talk about it. More monuments and statues defaced and destroyed this week to count. But uh, we'll check on check in on some of the news coverage toward the end of the show. And then a hoax hate update to close. A case we previously covered uh, now has a conviction or a guilty plea. I can't believe that that Sharpie writing on a college bathroom wall about hanging N-words during Black History Month was actually written by a black guy. We, uh, we had some questions at the time no. when we discussed the story. And uh, those questions were indeed well-founded. Uh, it will be all that and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over there on the website is special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses, of course. Uh, this week's feature business is a huge supporter of the show, and that is Charity Swipes. Um. There we go. Sorry. Charity Swipes is a, uh, a credit card processor, just like Square and PayPal, but with two big differences. First, they offer lower fees than Square or PayPal. And second, they donate 30% of their profits to charities like Wounded Warriors and the Gary Sinise Foundation. So simply by using Charity Swipes service, you're supporting good causes. During the uh, economic shutdown and all the craziness that's been going on the last few months, it's more important than ever for businesses to save money any way they can. If you currently accept credit cards through a different processor, Charity Swipes will review your rates for free and put together a customized plan to show you how much you'll, sa you'll save by switching. Charity Swipes has solutions for all types of businesses. So if your company accepts credit cards in your store, online, or anywhere else, they'll put together the best program for you. Our listeners who choose to sign up will get a free setup and a free card reader. You can view all the details of Charity Swipes offers on their website. That's uh, charityswipes.com slash MC. Every signup greatly supports our show as well. So if you own a business and you'd like to help yourself and us, go check them out. That's charityswipes.com slash MC. You can find everything you need from Charity Swipes plus other offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals, deals for listeners by listeners. All right. That's enough delay. Dish the details. What did we miss? How'd this go? I am going to pimp out my other channel because I'm doing like a full birth story tomorrow hmm. on Motherland. I think we're filming at two or three Pacific Standard Time, but we're going to go live then. So if you want to hear all the gory details, um, I'll tell you then, but I'll give you like a little play by play. Um, my water broke 24 days early in the middle of the night and for any of you that have had like an early, a premature membrane rupture, you cannot go more than 24 hours because uh, you can get an infection. So I had to be induced, which I really did not want, 
but you know, when the baby's coming, the baby's coming, then you just have to, you just got to roll with the punches. So, um, I was induced and I wasn't dilating and I was like petrified. I was going to have to get a C-section and my contractions were terrible. And then all at once I started to dilate and then she was born at 25 hours. So mm. they were sure i had had an infection and everything like that. Both of us had to be on antibiotic. It was terrible. It was terrible. Then the next day she was um, misdiagnosed with a birth defect. We were taken by ambulance to a children's hospital in Washington where a surgeon there was like, she's fine. Everything's fine. I was like, what, what is happening? You know, of course you had to have one last neurotic breakdown to squeeze. I know in there. God. Yeah. And I just was yeah. crying to the doctor. Like, was it because I got like wintergreen oil on my hands and I'm like <laughs> sobbing and like, I have this I whole hate to list. laugh, but that, that it, sounds exactly like I was what just I like, picture, Oh, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. And then yeah. we, we got to the other hospital and they're like, no, everything's cool. Um, but she was premature, so she still had high bilirubin. She had to be under bilirubin blankets and everything like that. And, like, I really felt like they had kidnapped my child. We were mm. there for in the NICU for five days, and all I wanted to do was go home. I was so tired, and the labor was so difficult, and I was recovering and everything like that. And so finally we got to go home. And she is just the easiest baby. It is just Good. since we got home, it's just been a cakewalk. Um, I just have to wake up with her every few hours and breastfeed and she's just easy to placate and I just love her. So I love her so Good. much. So yeah. we're going to talk about it tomorrow on motherland, but I feel simultaneously saved by and victimized by the medical community. Um, <laughs> my midwife did an excellent job though. So, but yeah, it's just been a roller coaster of a week and I'm really happy I'm back. It's nice to think about something else <laughs> besides well, this. Well, um, yeah, congratulations. I mean, as someone who's who's watched you go through this journey this whole time, uh, it's it's very awesome to see a happy, healthy, I would say conclusion, but this isn't the end of the story. I mean, this show has been us breaking down the news each and every week, but it's also been us helping each other navigate our lives. Yeah. And I'm glad to see these sorts of things work out. And uh, Yeah, totally. And know, with your upcoming nuptials, it's like things are happening on the show. We bought the engagement, or not the engagement, the uh, the wedding bands, the wedding rings yesterday. And so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, uh, it's been quite the journey, and I'm glad to see this particular chapter work out well. And of course, uh, here's hoping for many more. I'm sure there will be several more running around. You, you got the appetite for it already yet or what? Uh, I mean, no, it wasn't the labor. Like everybody is always talking about how their labor was so traumatic. It was like this. I, I didn't expect to just have so much pain and helplessness for your own child. Like I just would have done anything in those moments to take her pain away. Mm. She had to have so many exams and so much blood drawn and all this shit I was just like, I, I wish I could explain to you like why these things are happening. And it just broke my heart. Like, it's like she has stolen my heart. Like, I can't believe how much I love this teeny, oh, I'm going to cry. God, this Look teeny tiny Look baby. Look how soft now. Um, my gosh. No, I still think we should kill all these protesters. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. We definitely we'll should. But I just like yeah. the love uh, immediately upon seeing her just being like, it was like getting bowled over by how much I, I love I'm sure. her. I can't uh, wait. I mean, <laughs> you always hear people separate their lives into like before and after children and that it's an experience that you really can't compare to anything else. And now that you're on the other side of that and I hear you describe it and I, I can see the tears in your eyes, <laughs> uh, I look forward to it too. And so congrats. And, and uh, It is the most wonderful thing. And like, 
I just it, it also made me hate feminists more because I'm like they're robbing women of this joyous this joyous i doubt you've feeling. ever been happier than you are right now i can no, i can see I'm it just, I'm over the I, I can see it in your face right it's you know this is uh i mean it's the same you but it's it's i can i can see that there's you know that the the scorn and the rage and all that is maybe a few notches down oh no I, i'm joy. so pissed about the seattle <laughs> stuff you have no idea well uh, let's uh all right so let's transition into some of the news so we can get to that um but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sure I speak on behalf of most of the chatters in congratulating you too. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys and- were so great last week too, and I really appreciate all the donations. I've just been doing a little bit of my thank you notes every day, but I'll I'll get them all out eventually. But thank you. Excellent. Well, we're happy to have you back too. It's um, it, it was fun to sit in with somebody else, and I love I love Frank's show, and I love talking to Frank. Yeah, he really it, killed it. He does a great job. You you notice when you're when you're doing the show with somebody else, it's like, well, um, like it, I don't, it's, it's just the dynamics change, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, well, I mean, I couldn't really wait. Smart. To, really smart. I, I also, a lot of the topics last week, I was like, damn, I wish I could have watched, uh, not, not that I don't enjoy watching them with Frank. I do, but watching like white people kneel before their black overlords on the basis of race. It was like this, this was some real blonde material that, uh, oh, we, won't, we won't get to enjoy. So annoying. I did yeah. read a hilarious comment in the show last week. Um, hmm. said Frank looks like blonde, uh, looks like Matt's reflection, uh, in a spoon. And I was looking at you guys and I was like, that is so accurate. <laughs> this is right on. Of course, uh, um, it was interesting for Frank, too, because Frank, uh, his firstborn's coming in three months. So oh, he's, yeah. he's right yeah. behind you. I'm sure he's jazz. He was. He talked about it on the, on the show. Anyway, um, I, I, I know this is old news, but I, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. And I, I just I can't put it anywhere but first because it was just so hilarious. But this scene on Monday when congressional Democrats kneeled in the Capitol building for roughly nine minutes, that's the same amount of time George Floyd was pinned by Derek Chauvin. Remember George Floyd? That seems so long ago. But um, the scene of the, the scene of the Democrats doing this, I have to bring it up because it had so many comedy angles to it. Oh, I mean, yeah. the scene of. Jerry Nadler not kneeling, but being barely taller than everyone else who was kneeling. The scene of Nancy Pelosi filming an impromptu life alert commercial trying to get up, but she can't help. I've fallen, but I I can't get up. Yeah, yeah. And more. Here's some of the scenes from from Monday. With their scarves, of course, or whatever those things are. Well, you got the Oompa Loompa himself here. Look at this. I've got another puzzle for you. <laughs> and then she can't get up. It's better not to have on high heels. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, it's your high heels, that's not your age why. of 107. And uh, I say... You have all those angles. There's just the memes of this were glorious too. Uh, I don't know who authored or did this Photoshop, but this this particular Photoshop of Nancy Pelosi with the African lip plate. Uh, just round of applause for that guy, whoever you are out there. I wish I could credit you properly. That is is way more work than uh, necessary, but it really completed the image. Uh, oh, that's so funny. And um, I just I loved this one too. Uh, imagine going back in time a year ago and trying to explain to someone, or even explain to ourselves. What the hell we're looking at with these weird African scar scarf things and the masks and this look of scorn or anger or whatever else? Just if you could summarize the oddities of 2020 in one image, oh, God, it might be I that know. one. 
can you imagine like we talk to our 2019 selves and you're like, it's like, listen, first of all, unload that Seattle property. Second of all, <laughs> um, there's going to be a Chinese bat flu. Yeah. Everybody freaks out. And then there's a police shooting and then, you know, all the cities meltdown and everything like that. I, I can't help but think that to some degree this is contrived. Like I'm getting highly conspiratorial about it because it just seems oh, like sure. they wanted us to forget about coronavirus and it totally worked. Totally. Yeah. I do have a little bit of Corona leftovers in a moment here. The only Oregon other thing is back that, in lockdown. Did you hear that? Yeah. I know there are some states considering making some, some changes like that. Uh, good luck. There's just no political appetite for that sort of thing. No. But, hey, go ahead and try it. Um, the only other thing I'll say is of course they're, they're culturally appropriating uh, by any, in, in any other circumstance, that's what we would call this. And that was the point made by a uh, Nigerian pro-life activist, Uju Ekeocha. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but this was an interesting, uh, some interesting thoughts from her on the issue. They are putting forward the Kente material or this colorful fabric they had around their necks as uh, some kind of placating sign or symbol to show that they are not racist and they are together with black people. Excuse me, dear Democrats, in your tokenism, you didn't wait to find out that this thing that you're hanging around your neck is not just some African uniform. It's actually the kente material. The kente belongs to the Ghanaian people, mainly the Ashanti tribe. Excuse me, Democrats, don't treat Africans like we're children. Ooh, spicy. They deserve it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not to mention uh, the that particular clothing was uh, common West African apparel for the slave traders of the time that were now protesting. Now I saw a Snopes on this that was like that those colors don't mean or celebrate slave trading, but that's not really the accusation. The point is that particular clothing style is commonly associated with the slave traders of the era that supposedly still lingers to haunt us today and control every aspect Morons. of society. Didn't they have some intern that could look into this for them? I mean, who is the West African? Who's who's the African American, or even someone who is maybe an immigrant from a West African country who right. thinks those people they yeah. get me, they, they get, get my plight. They understand me. Yeah, this old ass white bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple Corona leftovers before we hop into. Um, well, we'll do the Atlanta shooting first, and then Seattle, but. Remember, of course, the last few months when we were told to stay inside and stay home and piss away our livelihoods, even if we feel fine, because, of course, we may be asymptomatic coronavirus carriers who will inadvertently kill grandma. That was the thinking, the imposed conventional wisdom on us over the last few months, of course. Well, on Monday, Dr. Maria Van Kirkhove. Uh, might be mispronouncing that one too, but she's the head of the uh, World Health Organization's Emerging Diseases Unit. She mm -hmm. has an important role with uh, coronavirus response. And she said at a briefing um, at the WHO headquarters that asymptomatic transmission is very rare. She said, quote, from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. It's very rare. Well, that must have been too much truth because she walked back that quote the next day on Tuesday, clarifying her comments to say, the majority of transmission that we know about is that people who have symptoms transmit the virus to other people through infectious droplets, but they are a subset of people who don't develop symptoms. And to truly understand how many people don't have symptoms, we don't actually have that answer yet. So TLDR, either the who duped us with bad information in the past, or 
they know nothing now and they've known nothing this whole time. But either way, we're supposed to get in line with these people and let them control our lives uh, because clearly they know best. Insanity. And none of the standards make any sense. People can see that. Like that my husband can't be in the NICU with me. Yeah. But we could room in together at the hospital one night. We uh, we took a trip for... Oh, that, that's the other thing I forgot. This is good I remembered because I, I missed that. Uh, I, was, I, I have to say happy flag day to the audience and happy birthday to Donald Trump and uh, happy birthday to my fiance. It's also her birthday. <laughs> so happy birthday. My God, I almost forgot. Anyway, we took a little trip. Uh, great story, compelling and rich. But to your point, we took a little trip and we uh, was, was that yesterday morning? I think it was. She wanted to go to a bagel shop and... The bagel shop, this was in Jackson, Wyoming. You had to wear a mask and order outside to get the bagel. Right. And then we went to a coffee shop because I wanted to get something at this coffee shop. And in the coffee shop, no mask, uh, no mask is required and, and none of that stuff, but they don't allow you to pay cash. Why? So Why? you can you can go in the coffee shop and not wear a mask, but you can't pay cash. Meanwhile, at the bagel store right down the street, you can... You have to wear a mask and stand outside, but you can pay cash. In fact, she did pay cash. We're still living in this world. Aren't people looking at this and they're like, this is retarded. This, is, <laughs> this makes no sense. None of this makes nonsense. any sense. Anyway, let's not get lost in... Uh, oh, wait, no, though, I did have one more thing. One more thing on coronavirus. This, of all the people... I haven't been able to talk to, to you about this, but when those healthcare workers walked out and started cheering on the Black Lives Matter protesters, that's one of the, the scenes that pissed me off the most of the last year. You might have been out of it. It might have been during your more important things. But <laughs> there were scenes last week, or the week, I guess, end of the week prior, probably right when you were uh, going into labor or right when your, your kid was born. There were healthcare workers standing outside of hospitals cheering on the black lives matter crowds going by but remember the healthcare workers were just out you know, lecturing those people who were putting others in danger just a few weeks ago and then they went back in and took care of patients Fuck yeah, these of, people this of, is absurd. Course, of course well that jackass who went to the beaches in florida in a grim reaper costume to oh. protest people going about their lives at the beach he has now joined the hypocrite club and he's protesting with black lives matter and put out a tweet of himself this week um, saying that uh, it's a huge crowd. Stay hopeful and stay strong. Now, you might think, well, was he doing the Grim Reaper thing back in March or April? Or maybe he's had a change of heart with new information. No, here's him over Memorial Day weekend providing free body bags to beachgoers in Florida. This is only a few weeks apart. Him, him doing his uh, free body bags if you go to the beach, but I'm justified in protesting for Black Lives Matter because I'm wearing a mask. Anyway, okay, uh, let's get to the uh, to the Atlanta shooting. So uh, this guy's name is the guy who was shot. His name is Rayshard Brooks, and he was what drunk. Dumb name. Rayshard. I think that's Rayshard. I don't know. Rayshard. Rayshard. He was drunk in the drive through at a Wendy's on Friday night. Police arrived after there was a call complaining about him. When they arrived, he was asleep at the wheel with the car sitting in the drive through line, blocking the drive through. So there's no, there's no shortage of footage of this incident. There's basically no mystery as to what happened. Almost every second of the police interaction with him is available through multiple police body cams, police dash cam, and surveillance footage from the Wendy's. So 
All of that adds up to make a very clear scene. Brooks was intoxicated and asleep at the wheel at this drive through. I'm not going to show you the conversation between the cops and, and Brooks. Cause that's, that's just a lot of time, but you can go watch it. Police were very courteous with him throughout the field sobriety test Brooks and Brooks was also polite and cooperative with them until the police tried to cuff him at which point he initiated resistance and there was a fight and police warned him that he was going to be tased. If he kept resisting, the police officer tried to tase him. Then Brooks grabbed the taser and ran away and he pointed the taser at the cops. And from what I can see, the taser flashes. It looks like it does. he definitely shot it or whatever yeah. you do with the taser. Well, so tasers, this is, I'm not a taser and stun gun expert. So I was looking 15 at this. to 25 feet is the range. It is so, a projectile, like a barbed yeah. projectile that is designed to, to pierce your skin and, and electrocute you. Yeah. This is not a stun gun. Like you stick it in a person. It has to have, right. Like, it is a ranged weapon is, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it looks like he tried to use the, the, the taser against him against the cops. And that's when the police shot. So here's uh, a, a quick edit of the available footage of what the incident looked like. Oh, I'm a man. Hey, Oh, you good? You don't need a ambulance thing like that? Are you just tired? Just trying to get a spicy chicken right, sandwich. Just, I'll move my car. Just pull Understandable. Up, pull somewhere and take it out. All right. How much did I drink tonight? Not much? How much is not much? Tell me you had one drink you said earlier. Lots of Hennessy. Me, I wasn't here, so can you tell me what, uh, what happened it. before we got here? I think you've had too much to drink to be driving, so put your hands behind your back for me. Put your hands on your butt. Hey, hey, stop fighting. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. You're gonna get tased. You're gonna get tased. You're gonna get tased. Stop. Stop. You're gonna get tased. Hey, hands off the taser. Stop. Stop fighting. Hands off the taser. Stop fighting. Hands off the taser. Oh, oh. Our 63. Okay, you see him turn in a flash there. And then I can't I can't show the shooting itself because Susan Wicky Wicky might you know might get us for that one. But you get you get the idea. Okay. Wow, I've never cared less about a police shooting in my life. I mean, the thing about this is that as soon as he tased the cop, he was gonna grab the cop's gun. Like I, I'm not I'm not buying this argument that taser is not a deadly weapon. I don't give a shit. Like the, the cops were armed. He was antagonistic towards the cops, he resisted arrest. I don't care. I don't care about any of this. That was the case that Ted Lou tried to make, because I am pretty baffled by the people who say this was uh, this was totally unjustified. Says uh, responding to Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire, Congressman Ted Lou says a taser is a non-lethal weapon. Rayshard was running away. Killing him was unjustified and an excessive use of force. That's why the cop has already been fired and the police chief resigned. We'll get to that in a moment. Oh, yeah. The political Um, climate has nothing to do with (laughs) why the cop was fired. We yeah. have to rally behind this guy. His life is going to be fucked up now. He's going to have to yeah. go into hiding. Uh, and this was totally justified. Well, to, to, I mean, so the points that you're making, is there really a such thing as a non-lethal weapon? They're kind of more or less lethal. But tasers in select cases have been lethal. That's documented yeah. by a variety of organizations. And besides, it's not just could he kill them or not? It's could he inflict serious bodily injury upon them? That's kind of the standard for defending yourself. And yeah, you take a barb to the eye, you take a barb to any bad spot, you get electrocuted and you have, you know, some kind of condition that makes you more susceptible to that sort of thing. Uh, 
not to mention the, as you as you said the perp could use that taser to incapacitate the police and take the firearm yeah it's a very real possibility now so at the as far as i'm concerned at the point that the guy <laughs> you can argue at the point that he takes it but at the point that the guy points the taser yeah. and appears to try yeah. to fire it at the cop He's threatening serious bodily injury, and the cop is justified in my mind, whether he's an officer or a regular person. And let's say there was no, so to Ted Lou, let's say there was no weapon at all. And it's just, the, let's just say he started beating the shit out of this cop mm-hmm. with his fists. Is the cop not justified in using lethal force? Right, because you, you can kill somebody that way too. I mean, yeah, again, any weapon is lethal depending on use. I'm not sure that it's even relevant if it could be used to inca- incapacitate a police officer that's armed. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't know that it even matters. Uh, I think. I think it matters in that it's an additional factor, but I don't think it's. It's not necessary for this to be justified either. I mean, this is just. It's really um, making George Floyd. It's it's making light of George Floyd's death because it's like this is not even in the same ballpark as what happened. If you believe that George Floyd, in fact, died and is not living on an island paid off by the DNC at this point, which is, you know, I'm warming up to those ideas. I'm with you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, sorry, Susan. We do what we can. Even um, but even if you disagree with the justification on the use of force, which. Okay, I mean, I'll listen to people who do. I don't think I'll be persuaded, but I'll listen. The fact that this has anything to do with racial uh, discrimination or racial injustice, show me a white guy who does that and doesn't get the same treatment. Uh, I I don't see a race element here at all. They were, again, go back and watch the footage. They were totally kind, totally courteous. They were super nice. Um, Yeah, and it just happened to be that the perp was black. That's that's all this is about, really. And of course, never let the facts get in the way of a good riot. Uh, and so the Wendy's, remember this happened at a Wendy's, the Wendy's now has to burn, and so burn it did. Here's uh, them moving in, after they've looted the Wendy's, you move in with your fire starting equipment, and you burn that Wendy's down. An Atlanta fire, uh, fire sergeant a while ago who told us that because of the safety of um, the firefighters that they were having trouble getting close to the building. And so now we've seen the fire move from the drive through window in the dining area and now has broken through the roof there. So- oh, shit. Oh, man. Like that franchise owner really deserved that. He's probably some like black dude or something. <laughs> and why is it some fat white chick? It's like th- burning down a Wendy's is directly against your interest. Why are you doing this? Where will you get the spicy chicken now? Where? The rioters uh, also threatened an attack to CNN crew on scene. Uh, they broke their camera. And it is horribly ironic that Wendy's just donated half a million dollars to social justice causes and specifically tweeted out on June 3rd, Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Our voice would be nothing without black culture, Wendy's. This follows the alleged controversy that some sort of executives or high ups at or associated with Wendy's donated to Trump's campaign. I don't know all the details on that one. It seems disputed. But uh, and either way, I don't care. I don't care what private individual. I don't care who who private individuals donate to politically. That's their own business. I'm not going to. I'm not going to boycott them on account of that, but I'm certainly even we if you decide to do that. Them. And we were hot on Wendy's for a while because of the um, Pepe. the Wendy's Pepe. 
Yeah, the Wendy's Pepe is, is fantastic. If you don't like Wendy's because of their politics, whatever, don't eat there. But of course, it doesn't justify burning the place down. Anyway, Do you think they're going to um, rebrand and instead of a white girl with red hair, it's going to be a black <laughs> chick with like nappy braids? Yeah, they have to at this point. It's the only way out. And that will definitely work to appease the yeah, mob. Totally. Or like a fro. <laughs> the question is, will they keep or ditch the freckles? Uh, they'd have to ditch. Hmm. Because okay. that's oppression right there. The rioters also blocked the interstate because that's just a tradition at this point. And then as Ted Lou mentioned, uh, the police chief now resigned. Police chief Erica Shields resigns immediately after uh, this police shooting. Now, uh, the mayor. <laughs> what? Somebody just said Wakandis in the live <laughs> The mayor says it was Shields' own decision to resign and she will remain with the city in a different role. The cop who shot Brooks... Um, oh, wait, no, 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 that's, that's next. Uh, the, the mayor says she believes the shooting was unjustified. That's what the mayor says. But I don't see commentary from the chief here. She released a generic statement about, this is how I will support the city and the police department. But I think it's very tenuous to say the chief resigned because she thinks the shooting was wrong. Mm. To your point, I think it's at least as likely, probably much more likely that... Who the hell would want to be a police chief amid this riot climate right now? I sure wouldn't. Uh, especially if you're a chick police chief who, I don't know, might have to use a gun to defend herself if they come for her. You know, like chick police. Why is that even a thing? We got plenty more. The Seattle police chief as well. Yeah, I up. know. And I just I couldn't help but think, even though I agree with most of the stuff she's saying, uh, that if it were like some burly man, that they wouldn't just tell the mayor to get bent and hmm. just do whatever they want. Uh, the, um, the cop who shot Brooks has also been fired from the police force, from the Atlanta police force. He's been uh, with the Atlanta police since 2013. His name is Garrett Rolf and Devin Brosnan. The other cop who was at the scene has also been placed on administrative duty. Uh, the DA there what, in Atlanta. What did he do? The, the cop who was there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they just have to investigate all uses of force. So maybe they was take he an accomplice to self-defense. What is it? I would assume that one is just like anytime there's lethal use of force, we remove those involves and outrageous. put them on some other job and investigate. That would be my guess. The DA says charges are still possible. This according, this is from the DA in Atlanta there. Uh, Brooks, the guy who was shot did not seem to present any kind of threat to anyone. Quote, this is what he said. And so the fact that it would escalate to his death just seems unreasonable. D.A. Paul Howard told CNN on Sunday. I'm not sure what footage he watched. I think really the only debate here is uh, the alleged, the, the debate on the lethality of a taser, I guess. But the, to say he did not present any kind of a threat to anyone, you can't watch that footage and come to that conclusion. This dude's black, right? Uh, he, I believe so. It uh, looks like Yes, it, yeah. yes, he is. Um... Well, yeah, that's that's clearly why. I mean, yeah, do we all just watch the same footage? We can all pretty much agree with George Floyd, like for the most part, you know. But this is just cut and dry. Cut and dry. You would think, you would think, but uh, the arguments on Twitter and elsewhere are raging. Um, and so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what comes of this. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in Atlanta tonight. I did not have a lot of time to check before we went live to see if there's any further rioting or destruction or anything like that. But we don't have any shortage of that sort of activity going on in the country, specifically in Seattle. And uh, Seattle had been kind of quiet in the competition for worst leftist city for a little while. I want to put them in competition with Minneapolis and Chicago later. But uh, 
well, you certainly knew this was brewing for a while. And so it's now emerged in light of uh, in light of George Floyd and in light of some of the protest activity that had been going on in Seattle. But catch us up to speed on if you lived under a rock, just real quick, what is Chaz? What's going on in Seattle? What are we looking at when we hear about this thing? Yeah, it's a it's an autonomous zone that is run by protesters. It's a six block area in Capitol Hill. Uh, they're calling it Chaz, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Although I've heard they change it to CHOP. I, I can't even remember. They got bad the, PR and they changed it or what? I can't remember what the acronym is because my brain doesn't work anymore, but they have changed it to CHOP. Um, after the mayor ordered police to abandon the area. <laughs> after daily clashes in the wake of George Floyd's death. So um, this would not be outside of the realm of normalcy for Seattle, except the unrest prompted the city's mayor, a woman, Durgan, to order police to abandon the East Precinct, which is in that six-block radius, and just, like, give it to protesters. So yeah, it was, it was very Minneapolis-style from what I had seen. It's just yeah. like, okay, we're going to wave the white flag and leave. You guys... They didn't let them burn it Minneapolis style. They put up some barricades and stuff, but they they abandoned their police precincts. They sure did. Um, And now this is like a no police zone and they have this list of demands for reform. And I think it includes like letting all prisoners out of juvie and jail, (sighs) cutting off funding to law enforcement. It's a whole list of like I was going to go through it. I was like, oh, free rainbows, free unicorns. All right, cool. Whatever. Um, Durkin's office on Thursday released a statement saying it was the mayor's decision to remove barriers around the East precinct. We have heard from, um, from this female police chief. Is she the police chief actually? The, the police chief, uh, what's her name? I don't have it in front of me, isn't it? The police chief is is the Japanese woman. No, no, she's, she's black, but she's the one, the police chief is, um, is the woman who, Remember, she was saying previously during coronavirus called 911 for hate speech. And so now she's comparatively we, that police chief. Yeah. And now this police chief looks comparatively sane to the mayor, to be honest, which oh is saying God, something which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just she just totally folded. So let's watch this clip of this. Fox. News yeah, the, the, this doesn't really fit anywhere else. It's just if you miss this clip on Tucker of the Fox News reporter being hounded by some protesters. It was just a a classic moment. This is the third night of what can only be described as a a complete takeover of a seven-block area of a Seattle neighborhood. We don't see a single police officer or city official anywhere. There's also security guards. We know this one had several ammunition clips. One of our fine uh, protesters here showing his uh, ignorance. The mayor's office did not respond to our request for a request for information about what they plan to do next and how this all ends. And you can see one of our fine uh, protesters here just yelling to hear himself yell. Yeah, very good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So You know who wouldn't allow this? Putin. (laughs) Warm it up, huh? Warm it up? That guy's totally right. It's like, maybe we just need to to take care of this. Maybe if you kill the the journalists and the protesters, you double solved the problem. Right? It's like Tucker gets to live, and then we kill everybody else. (laughs) For now. For now. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Wow, you really are back in fashy form. What else are we supposed to do with these people? They can't be reasoned with. They can't be taking over large swaths of of a major U.S. city. A lot of them are armed. Well, what are you supposed to do with these people? I think you're supposed to enforce the law, but we're seeing in, in Minneapolis and Seattle, you have leaders who are just balking at that duty. And I think as I want to get into later, it creates a very interesting question for how this ought to be handled. I, I want to talk about, should we intervene or should we adopt, should we 
adopt a let it burn philosophy. What's the right call here? But we should definitely intervene, although it's probably going Ooh. to add fodder to the situation. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think we should let uh, North Idaho militia men just take care of business and then just turn <laughs> the other cheek as they indiscriminately slaughter. Oh, I meant the feds people. intervene. You mean like vigilante intervention? No, that was an addendum. I do think that we're going to have to intervene. We can't allow this. We can't allow this. People live in this zone. People own real estate in this zone. People yeah, own yeah. businesses. I get it. Um, we, we can't allow this. I mean, aren't they like taking money from people, like shaking them down? Yeah, there's a little bit of that that I've seen. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, as far as how this happens politically, I want to set the context. Because, um, because how this happens is a function of the political leaders there and some media assistance. There's a lot of media cover just like Minneapolis. Uh, according to this MSNBC reporter, it's just a street festival. All we're watching is just it's just a street festival improv. You're going through. It's more like a pedestrian street festival of sorts. You have folks. These restaurants are open. There's couches in the middle of the road. There's gardening uh, taking place. You know, we should note the context to this. Oh, yeah. Some summer of love shit. Let's burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> well, uh, the, I mean, street festival. Fine. Whatever. Except for street festivals are generally planned in advance and done with respect to the property rights of others. This is the current scene. Uh, the current state of Chaz and the Chaz landscape as of Saturday night. And uh, to the point you were making, it doesn't look like a lot of respect for property rights to me. Or Is that a dick? All cops are bastards with a penis. Yeah. Uh, street festival all you want. In what other context would a street festival be able to, uh, to be able to produce this level of destruction and not be held accountable by law enforcement? Never. But yeah, here's here's some more. Fuck racist police, more dicks, more anarchy signs, all cops are bastards. Fuck twelve. Uh, that's, uh kill that cops, is a nice lady's cops. hair salon right there. I just... Yep. Probably. Uh and of course, just like Minneapolis, it's been nothing but political cover from local politicians. So you have Seattle's mayor Jenny Durkin who says, uh, well, this is just like Seattle's block parties, and uh, it could be, this could be the summer of love. It's just peaceful assembly. We'll let peaceful assembly continue. It has been described by the president and others as what it is not. It is not a armed Antifa militia no-go zone. We will make sure that we find some way for people to continue to protest peacefully while also getting ingress and egress. We've had Blocks of Seattle and Capitol Hill shut down every summer for everything from block party to pride. This is really not that much of an operational challenge. We've and then she goes on Cuomo and adds, adds to this. We've got four blocks in Seattle that you just saw pictures of that is more like a block party atmosphere. It's not an armed takeover. It's not a military junta. Um, we will we will make sure that we can restore this, but we have block parties and, and the like in this part of Seattle all the time. It's it's known for that. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Well, <gasps> tell that to the police who was supposed to be in that precinct, though. But I understand your sentiment, Mayor. Uh, when you agree with Cuomo, right? Where is a <laughs> radicalized Uzbek when you need him? Please. <laughs> Well, uh, it seems like they're uh, into the cultural enrichment. So I know there are tons of Muslims there. Can't we? But I don't know if you could. I think their barricades might be too strong for a truck to drive through that. Uh, a built Home Depot some... truck, though. Well, they've built some pretty good walls. Ironically, I want to talk about all the ironic 
political developments in Chaz in a moment. The only other interesting case here, the Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington, who ran for president, but you don't even remember. Uh, guarantee nobody even remembers who this guy is. He uh, he responded to press inquiry saying he doesn't even know anything about Chaz. Uh, that's, that's news to me. I'd like to ask you about uh, what's going on in Seattle. Is this uh, thing called the Capitol Hill? By the way, I knew you'd laugh at that. What is the dancing sign it's the, language? It's the bouncing. That's what why I mean. is he doing that? <laughs> Whatever. All right. They call the Capitol Hill autonomous zone. What's your thought on that? The fact that the protesters have taken that over and not allowing people to come and go freely. Well, that's news to me. So I'll have to reserve any comment about it. I, I have not. I have not heard anything about that from any credible oh source. Oh my God! <laughs> not that you're not credible. It's just like before I. Spouse an opinion I should know of which I speak. <laughs> the, the biggest, the biggest city in your state has a an effective no goes. Oh, really? It. I had no idea. Well, news to me. I've heard nothing about this. Is what do you think? Is he in that situation? Is he that incompetent or detached, or is he lying? What what would be? Of course, that? he's lying. It was a hmm. World Health Organization denies Taiwan's existence moment. Hmm. Uh, clearly lying. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain that this guy is just making all this up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I wanted to play it last week, but there was a point where Biden's sign language interpreter, he was just talking classic Joe Biden nonsense, and the sign language interpreter just gave up. Just like, (laughs) I got nothing. I I don't know what he's saying. It's gibberish. This is senile nonsense. The great fun about Chaz is we get to watch these commies and these anarchists learn the consequences of their philosophies in real time. So first and foremost, food, of course, has become a very valuable commodity in Chaz. When food is free and there's no incentive to produce it, uh, well, get ready for poor quality food if there's even any at all. One of the leaders of Chaz, who is a self-described transgender lesbian anarchist, more on this person in a moment, tweeted that the homeless people they have invited into Chaz took away all their food. Please, he says, she says, I don't know. We need to move food or we need more food to keep the area operational. Bring vegan meat substitutes, fruits, oats, soy products, etc. Anything to help us eat. And another tweet, I loved this, just shows a picture with the nonsensical instructions, uh, take one bag of Sprite. <laughs> so, I mean, many questions, many questions to ask here. Uh, is there a Sprite shortage? Uh, has there been theft of Sprite? And why do you have the inability to properly package Sprite? Why is Sprite in Ziploc bags? It, they must have taken it out of somebody's like fountain soda May, were there no cups or were those banned because of coronavirus or they probably what? put it in trash bags? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I have no idea, but many, many questions. And of course, the other irony here is it's, it's the Capitol Hill autonomous zone. Well, if you're asking for people to assist you with resources, it's not very autonomous. That's actually it's highly dependent. Autonomous, yeah. yeah, it's a misnomer. Uh, they are highly dependent. It appears they're dependent on the very evil businesses they don't like and they don't want to support and they want to protest. So uh, according to some of the coverage, you had mentioned this earlier, this is um, Seattle assistant police chief Deanna Nolette, who says we have heard of people asking for ID and that a business was told that they need to make a donation to be in the area. So we've heard of businesses donating goods to Chaz. We're also hearing some reports that maybe Chazistanis have threatened business owners into giving them goods under the probably mistaken or faulty promise that they will leave them alone. Cause of course they will not. 
leave them alone. But the other irony here is none of them, this is all built on the, on the premise of being inclusive, but it's actually not very inclusive. You've undoubtedly seen the hilarious gardens of Chaz which were just basically topsoil dumped on the ground with some plants on top. Hey, good luck, but I guess it's something. Uh, But did you know some of these gardens are actually racially segregated? Check this out. We're here at the farms, the gardens, and we're prepping for another farm, I think. Uh, Kind of getting the grass down. This is the garden, what does it say? For black and indigenous uh, and their plant allies. Okay. So we're, we're going back to Jim Crow, apparently. Uh, Chaz is reenacting the Jim Crow South. I don't know if they have their segregated drinking fountain set up or not. Um, I thought this was what they're protesting. But apparently the Confederate monuments that have been taken down across the country, donate them to Chaz. They would like to see exactly that sort of uh, racial putting into places, so to speak. Uh, there was a, there's this thread, too. People are following the Reddit posts. And there's, there's a lot of great stuff in the Reddit posts. But the commies are shocked to have their private property stolen. According to this post, uh, a person, is uh, uh, Chazistani, is complaining that uh, his or her laptop and all valuables were stolen from a tent. And then a person responds, noting, uh, well, uh, there's no private property in communism. It's been redistributed to the people. And the original poster responds, private property and personal property are not the same thing. Uh, no word on the difference, I couldn't even speculate as to what this person thinks. Maybe we shouldn't interrupt this. Like, just for the lols. I'm enjoying the show. And I do come down, we'll get to it in a moment. I come down on the side of non-intervention for a few reasons. Watching the show is one of them, I will admit. But not not reason yeah. one. Not reason it one. is really pissing me. Like, watching this ramen place that I loved and went all the time. Like, not nobody being able to go into it. It's like, I, I used to love Seattle. Yeah, yeah. This is so uh, depressing. Yeah, I, I take no joy in um, in see, seeing a lot of Minneapolis where my you know family, friends live, all that sort of stuff, seeing that destroyed. I don't, I don't there's, there's a little emotional uh, connection to that place for me too. And, um, but at the same time, I'm going to stick with my argument that, uh, you know, that, that you have to take responsibility for the uh, societies you create at the local level. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, there's me too hypocrisy. Oh, really? The effort to dismantle abusive white male patriarchy is, uh, is also not going well. That transgender lesbian dude, I think, uh, that leader we referenced earlier, has been accused by two exes and his current partner of repeatedly abusing them. Exes allege uh, microaggressions, uh, but also physical violence, more importantly, physical violence, punching, throwing them off of beds, unwanted touching, etc. The Chazistanis have also discovered security. So we've long heard from these types that borders are racist, that walls are racist. Uh, security checks of any kind are racist, but they've built walls. They've built these barricades around this, these, these blocks, and they're even deporting the undesirables. So they did this to a journalist who was on scene recording accused of being a white supremacist. Here's the deportation process. This Who don't matter. This motherfucker. Who don't matter? This motherfucker. Bitch don't come back. This bitch don't matter. Get your ass out of here. Why are you talking to that motherfucker? 
Who was that? It's just a guy with a camera. He's apparently some, I think I've seen him characterized as a, let's see what it says here. Characterized as a journalist or some kind of pro-life activist. Um, what does it say in here? Oh my God. I wouldn't have been able I, to go outside. He, he's a guy with oh. a camera. You know, does it really matter? Like I, I, he's just a guy walking around in chats. And Thank they, God and they... I moved. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you think you would have gone down there if you lived there? Would you have stayed I away? lived there. I don't, I, four blocks away. I mean. I know. Would you have gone, would you have entered or would you have just stayed away? I, mean, I would have just had to hole up in my apartment. But it's not like mm. these protesters aren't leaving Chaz. I mean, they're, they're going in the general vicinity. No, I wouldn't have been safe there. Shit. They're stopping and frisking people who enter. Now, the mayor said, oh, it's not like an armed Antifa takeover. Well, they are armed. There are lots of them that are armed. I saw a guy with a Desert Eagle and lots of, you know, just standard AR rifles. But uh, they are armed. And they're according to these reports, they're stopping and frisking people upon entry. <laughs> okay. And, uh, of course, they're just behaving violently. So the guy who's leading Raz or who's leading Chaz is named Raz Simone, some local rapper. I don't, they don't really have this formal leadership structure. It seems like they just have, people are calling him a, a warlord who just took over. It really is like an anarchist power struggle, it seems. There's he no can way be... this is not making people more racist. There's, there's just no way. <laughs> well, does it get more racist than the racially segregated gardens of Chaz anyway? I mean, who, who are we comparing ourselves to, you know? Oh, no. You can see there are various clips. I'm not going to play them here, but plenty of clips of Raz getting violent with people who uh, are not abiding by his rules of Chaz. And then this clip was crazy. There was um, there was a marching street protester or a street preacher, rather, a marching street preacher who was walking around, I don't know, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ or whatever he's doing. And he was put into a chokehold, essentially, or they were grabbing him tightly around the neck. And one of the Antifa people forcibly kisses him. And then I, I can't see exactly what happens to him, but somehow he ends up limp and appearing to be unconscious. And they're dragging him around. I don't have all the information on this, but here are some of the scenes of this street preacher. Put your throat in. This is a hug, buddy. This is a hug. This is a very forceful hug. What does it feel like to get hugged by a homosexual? What does it feel? What does it feel? I'll kiss you on the face, buddy. The glory of the King Eternal. Oh, <laughs> it's hard to hear what that Antifa guy who's holding him says. So he's saying, I'm a free citizen. Antifa guy says, but also the autonomous zone can choose to reject you. Well, that's, that's very interesting. Countries can choose to reject people who Imagine enter. Imagine that. <laughs> hmm. I, I, lessons learned. I was, I was taught otherwise. Anyway, there's more. I don't know what happened here. I can't tell. Is he faking being like in, incapacitated or is he actually, I, I don't know. So if people know in the chat, I think it was clue, fine, but yeah. clue me in. Yikes. Uh, in any case, I thought the point of the protest was the police are violent and they're discriminatory, but Chaz has plenty of violence and discrimination. It's just with drastically less food and prosperity. So how is this an improvement? Like every piece that they're protesting is the same or worse in Chaz. 
they just have ruined all the, uh, you know, the structures of society in the process. Anyway, uh, let's see. Should we? T- I want to talk Minneapolis and Chicago as well, but should we take a short break or should we get through those cities real quick? Sure. Um, I did want to mention to the chat that if it goes south with my baby because she hasn't been apart from me yet, then I'm going to yeah. have to dip out early and not do the last segment of Super Chats probably. Um, but we we'll figure it out. A few. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do. All right. Uh, Luna VC, congrats to Blonde on the new baby. Matt, do you follow the NHL and Blonde? Did you hear Richard Gere is having life-saving surgery this week? He's having a mole removed. Shout to Vince in. I get that one now. Oh, we do get it in BC. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you follow the NHL? I, I do not. I'm not a hockey guy. Uh, so I, I can't tell you anything about hockey. I know almost nothing about it. Uh, Luna VC again. Matt, I'm sorry for the dating and personals on your website and still haven't gotten a date. Mm. What the fuck, Brohampton? Should I try eHarmony or Match next? I don't know. I liked Match. I met my husband on Match. Blonde had some luck on Match. Uh, certainly the stuff on my website was a shot in the dark kind of created by listeners. So, you know, uh, but I wouldn't say that it's a, a lost cause there. I do know there are, I know of at least one couple getting married who met through this show. So shout mm. out to that couple. I think they're getting married this fall. Oh. And there have been other other times too. So it's not implausible. I just certainly would not rely on that method i think you whatever your approach is i think you got to cast a wide net these days you really you should have specific things that you're looking for but i wouldn't rely on one method of finding that person any and all really yeah uh agreed are my parents downstairs watching this show right now that makes me nervous i would assume but maybe that's a good sign that your baby's sleeping she is my dad just texted me and said good um something kind of other world war one fought for many reasons but what started it was a random assassination that fell into obscurity <laughs> do hmm. you think that we're seeing what we're seeing can i read might morph into something bigger p.s congrats blonde. uh yeah i mean i know i've said this before so it, it doesn't carry as much water when i say it repeatedly but this does feel like a watershed moment like i'm wondering if american cities uh just never go back to the way they were people don't want to live there tucker is once again, right. Although Cordelaine sucks, nobody should move here. Sucks here. <laughs> Bozeman's move. terrible too. Stay terrible. out. Stay Awful. <laughs> Way worse than any of the urban centers. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're going to see a, a mass uh, fleeing of the cities between coronavirus and this rioting crap. And the thing about conflict too is we've long talked about on this show, okay, what is the point at which you are justified in becoming forceful in the defense of yourself and your property and your way of life? And we've, we've kind of tried to figure out what that point is at, in an abstract level. When they're on your property, trying to burn it down or threatening that there's no hope for reason and communication at that point. You're not, if they come to my house in the way that they've come to a lot of these businesses, I'm not going to go out there and say, well, now remember uh, the tenets of objective morality and remember the foundational (laughs) philosophies of this country. And it's very important that we uphold them. No, man, at that point, it's like, all right, guess we're doing this guess it's time to throw down like you don't have a choice right. at that point so uh and then you know yeah. the rule of law is obviously not being upheld so at what point does vigilante justice like truly become justified when because the, they're not leaving people a choice so it's going to happen if they what if you're a business owner there i mean yeah. what do you do well, um, I, I do think you're justified in defending your property and their property is being violated yeah uh holden mulray says conflation is a staple tactic of the left immigration homelessness feminism education religion etc are each presented as one thing whereas each is many things it allows a bait and switch thoughts um 
yes, I think that this is an Alinskyite tactic. Uh, he talks about it in Rules for Radicals. Um, and I think the left has a better ability to do these things, to do these shifty things, to act like like these are all the same, the same thing. Uh, the right needs to be more malleable in that way. Like, I think that we need to kind of let go of some of our principles and start doing unethical things so that we can <laughs> disavow. My uh, but it's totally true. I mean, the, the left, uh, the, the left is, re- is they're really good at this. Uh, I definitely noticed the pattern of uh, when you, when you are cornered in an argument and there's not really a logical way out. Well, just change the definition of the terms in the argument so that you can mm-hmm. win. It's it's a yeah. form of of shifting goalposts or otherwise changing the target or goal of the argument that you're making. So uh, we saw this just this last week. Some activist got Miriam Webster to change the definition of racism so, because she was annoyed that people would often cite the Miriam Webster definition when arguing with me about systemic racism. So the, so it's been changed. Well, we stop um, this by by not bending the knee, you know. Well, yeah. If if you th- if <laughs> silver lining lessons learned, if you think you can appease these people, uh, no, that is not going to happen. They're going after all the people who have appeased, who've tried to appease them in in recent. Okay, weeks. so you can't appease them. You can't meet their demands. You can't yeah. reason with them, and we don't have any political power. Uh, voting seems to not be working and we don't have any power through police force. So what do we do? I'd push back on the idea that we have no political power. I think we do. I think, I think if you, I think that if you're going to claim you don't have political power, particularly at the local level, you have to exercise an attempt to change local politics first. But to the point that you're making, when you've tried to defend your rights through all, um, proper avenues first and they're still coming at you to violate your rights yeah that's what the right to self-defense is about but i i will reserve that right as a true last option and it is a yeah. last option when they're trying to burn down your shit no doubt we're really running up to to last resort here yeah they want the um, fight in a lot of places i can't deny it they're going to get a fight if they keep down this path this is why I continuously advocated for balkanization over the last five years. It's like, I don't really see a way out of this. Yeah. And mostly, I think most people truly just want to be left alone. Not them. I think people like us do, but not them. I think they want control. I think yeah, they want I know, to but run the, the, the people's The lives. point of this is that they're never going to leave us alone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had to yeah. deal with this shit in Coeur d'Alene. I mean, yeah. the, the, the militia was allowed to like patrol a town and cops kind of stayed out of it, which was great. Yeah. Um, but the fact is that that none of us are ever we're going to keep getting pushed in inland and they're going to keep coming after us and our way of life and everything like that. And at some point, we're going to have to be like, we're, we're going to have to deal with, with them. We're going to have to deal with them. Yeah, I think we're as we're closer to that point or at that point more so than I ever envisioned. Exactly. Yeah. This stuff this year has been so insane. And keep in mind, uh, a lot of this, in my opinion, is driven by a desire to create chaos leading up to the election. And uh, I mean, th- Let's remember, this is June. The insanity of 2020 isn't even half over yet. Uh, yeah. There's a lot left up the sleeves. So you better be prepared. If you haven't prepared yet, get prepared. Yeah, anyway, we should get back to the topics when it, whenever you're ready. But. Okay, there's one vile, from Vile Mirth. No note, thank you. And Nope Nope says, congrats, Blonde. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Real quick over on DLive. Uh, every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture repainted. Every... 
and then it cuts off. But yes, that is the tactics they're taking. Ultra Snake says, congratulations. You look great, by the way, says uh, Ultra Snake. Congrats, Blonde. Uh, Super Chat, uh, Iluvertera? Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Super Chat won't let me throw my money at you, so Fuck'em DLive gets it. Congratulations, Blonde. Well, thanks for hanging out over on DLive. And uh, I'm going to open up the treasure chest for you guys right now. Thanks for hanging out over there. Let's let's check in on just a couple on Streamlabs. Cameron says, the Chaz Gardens, or the Chaz Garden has has shown me that maybe commies really are terrible with agriculture and the Holodomor was a state-engineered famine. But then again, why isn't a black person in charge of BLM just like Russians weren't behind communism? Big, big thing. Ooh, we're getting edgy there. Um, it, is there a formal leader of Black Lives Matter? Is there like a structure or is it just an amorphous thing mm. is there someone who is in charge i don't know george soros ah what's well, you know as i've as i've cautioned you we can't ask the sq on this show dildo, dildo swagon says uh, i have to credit that was my fiance's joke by the way not my joke she gets mad when i steal steal her jokes i have to credit dildo, <laughs> but they're getting out there isn't that what matters yeah exposure dildo swagon says uh, congratulations blonde and uh and her husband on the birth of their beautiful baby girl. Hopefully she didn't use going into labor as an excuse to be late with his dinner. Uh, if so, a nice beating is in order. Wow. Light. I have not cooked for him in 10 days. So I, well, I hope he's not mad about it. No, my, my guess parents is are probably here. They've not. been helping out a lot. So yeah. Everybody's uh, bringing me food. It's really nice. Wow. Um, I might have to come back. We got a lot over on stream labs. Um, Maybe just one or two more. Sergeant Snow Ape says, congratulations on your brand new Snow Ape blonde. She's doing her part. Are there are the rest of the apes <laughs> ready to do yours? Snow Ape Uprising 2020. I'm not Scando. I'm like 4% Scando or something. Yeah, you're like a, you're like a tea ape or a, what's French? Like a wine ape, wine and cheese ape? A little, a little French, but mostly English, Scottish. Yeah. Right. Okay. A kilt ape. <laughs> Phil says, congrats on the uh, birth of your daughter, Blonde. May God give you wisdom as you raise her. Matt, you are cool, too. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. RP Gigachad says, how bad will the Ooga Boogaloo have to get before Alex Jones starts eating <laughs> eating jogger ass? I'm afraid to say the word jogger now because that is, that's now become the, uh, the underground slur. Yeah. You know, Susan's going to bust us for that. All right, I'm going to come back to these. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Um, I did mention I wanted to get into other cities as well because we have some important updates. And of course, Seattle is in an important competition with the rest of these ridiculous, insufferable leftist cities for the worst of them all. And of course, a lot of the recent outrage and the recent calamity has been uh, prompted by Minneapolis. And Minneapolis this week decided to follow through on their plan or their claims that they're going to dismantle or defund the police or at least change them into something else. So the Minneapolis city council voted on Friday unanimously to replace the police police department with a quote, community led public safety system. And if you're wondering what the hell that means, uh, you should probably be on the Minneapolis city council because they don't even know what that means. The city plans a year long process to figure out, what exactly any of that means uh, they're they're pledging to quote engage with every willing community member in minneapolis to develop a new public safety model interesting really every member because i've seen polling as i discussed last video uh, it's like a two-thirds majority 
And not just a two-thirds majority of all Minneapolis residents, a two-thirds majority of minority poll respondents, racial minority poll respondents who say, yeah, we need more cops in this city. Yeah. We need more law enforcement. Are you willing to listen to the super majority in your city who disagrees with what you're doing? Only if you have the right opinion. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. And not those cops that killed uh, Justine. Oh, what was her name? Justine Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and the predictable uh, outcomes and the predictable consequences are happening. The uh, police officers, uh, seven police officers with the Minneapolis Police Department have resigned as of Saturday night. They have left MPD, citing a lack of support from the city. And there are commercial consequences, too. There was a, um, a manufacturing company called Seven Sigma Inc. It's operated in Minneapolis since 1987, providing 50 jobs, at least currently. Uh, and they and they the owner says the business uh well the the business was destroyed in the rioting the owner says he's taking the business elsewhere because why wouldn't you he says quote they don't care about my business this is chris uh Weirbeck. he's president and owner of the company and he's referring to city leadership there they don't protect our people we were all uh on our own and then according to uh cdl life uh cdl life news this is just kind of a news source about trucking and trucker news A non-scientific poll conducted among commercial truck drivers suggests there will be heavy resistance from those truck drivers to delivering goods to cities that have defunded their police forces. Well, good luck. I hope you're carrying a lot of pieces in that cab. That would be such a scary job. This is um, this is just them polling their readers. But 77 percent of truck drivers say they will refuse to deliver freight to cities with defunded police departments. Uh, You're going to have to cut them a bigger check to persuade them. Otherwise, I would think. Good luck with that. Can you imagine, uh, like delivering a truck filled with food, like into <laughs> Seattle right now? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, fuck that. Absolutely not. Meanwhile, in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot was having a zoom meeting with, uh, this, with the city alderman or these are city co- councilmen, essentially. Um, this was on May 31st and alderman Raymond Lopez challenged her to get serious about the rioting that's going on there, warning that soon the rioters are going to be coming for people's homes. And the two had a fiery exchange. This was um, not supposed to be public. It was supposed to be a private or non-public meeting. And this audio recording, but leaked. a ton of people were in the Can't expect our- Yeah, it was, well, there's 50 city aldermen. So yeah. it was like, at least all the city aldermen and Lori Lightfoot. It's like 50 people on a Zoom call, yeah. Police, and I don't fault them at all to be able to control this. We only have 370 whatever National Guards on standby. Half our neighborhoods are already obliterated. It's too late. My fear is once they're done looting and rioting and whatever's going to happen tonight, what happens when they start going after residents, going into the neighborhoods? What are we going to do and what do we tell our residents other than Good faith people stand up. It's not going to be enough. Thank you, Alderman. Next question. Well, no, I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. This is a Honor. question that I have. I think you're 100%, I think you're 100% full of shit, is what I think. If you think so, we No offense, well, fuck you then. Who are you to tell me I'm ready. full of shit? And if you think, if you think we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out of see what's going on. The stupidest thing I have ever heard. Mayor, you need to check your fucking attitude. That's what you need to do. Right now? No. You need to check your attitude. Good for him. Mind you, that is a fight 
between and among Democrats. So the Chicago City Council, as I mentioned, there's 50 members of it. 46 are Democrats for independence. This guy's a Democrat who was fighting with uh, Lori Lightfoot. And uh, there's some nonsense. Like, she's saying the leaking was illegal. What's this? Uh, you know, they're, they're fighting with each other about the law. Right. She's named but, this one person Lopez. She's like, it's def- it was definitely this guy. He's Although, the guy. He's the, he's the, the city alderman. Uh, I forget right. his first name. Ricardo or something like that? I don't know. Um, he's Raymond, denied Raymond recording Lopez. And, Lopez. and leaking the call and accused the mayor of hypocrisy for saying it was illegal, claiming her staff has recorded every Zoom meeting with aldermen during the entire pandemic. Um, he also claimed calls the mayor has been holding with all 50 aldermen during the pandemic are a violation of the Open Meetings Act yeah. and accused her of trying to distract from the substance of the call, which she clearly was trying to obfuscate. Next, next. <laughs> Um, but uh, she city... said, oh, yeah, uh, one of the ahead, aldermen, sorry. I think we know who it is, illegally taped and then shared only that portion of the conversation that served his purpose. Shame on him. Shame on him. That's served his good. purpose of what? Stopping the riots? Yeah. How does he benefit politically from this? Might just be about, I don't know, defending the rights of his constituents. The only purpose for any of you to be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. Totally absurd. But, you know, that, that, she's just trying to. There's a lawsuit being filed against the city council and, and Lori Lightfoot too, uh, alleging that they've violated those open records, uh, rules or laws. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, you're talking about city policy behind closed doors. Oh no. What an injustice that your constituents were able to hear what you jackasses sound like when you think nobody's listening. I have no Mm -hmm. sympathy for, for that sort of person. I, I generally, as somebody who's talked about, listen, if your texts are leaked or your DMs are leaked, I've I've expressed sympathy, and I still will. If it was Lori Lightfoot texting somebody in her private capacity, like saying a mean thing or something, I care less. This is official capacity as a city leader, as a city official. I, I'm sorry, I'm not very sympathetic to your privacy argument in that context. So... Uh, anyway, I mentioned that I wanted to um, to talk about uh, for all of these cities that are just decaying before our eyes. Is it should we be on team federal intervention as Trump has been threatening but hasn't really followed through on, or is it um, is it right to stay back and let these places burn? Which by which I mean, well, in some cases, literally burn, but more gently phrased, suffer the consequences of the people that they've put into power. And I have some thoughts on that, but I'll defer to you if you want to go first. I mean, I understand that this is a state issue, but if the federal government can't stop individual states from descending into chaos, then it's like, what's the, what's the point? Hmm. Um, for the laws, I want to, I want to let them burn for like, for like my personal purposes, uh, and validating my own life decisions, I would like to let them burn. Also, <laughs> it's going to be hilarious watching them run out of food and everything like that. But as a former you know, citizen of Seattle, a city that has a lot to offer, if you could just replace every person in that city with a more conservative person, mm. um, th- this makes me sad. I mean, there are people that grew up there, that own businesses there, that go to school there. There are people that don't deserve this. Um, but I also fear that if we bail them out, nobody's ever going to learn their lesson. They're not going to learn their lesson. anyway. I'm conflicted about this. Well, I'll take the other side of it. And while I can see a federal role in emergencies 
you get hit by a hurricane, giant mm-hmm. fire burns down your town, whatever. Uh, I, I'm sympathetic to federal aid in those sorts of circumstances, but that's not what this is. In other words, these cities are not overwhelmed in almost all cases. They're simply making choices. Right. They're making choices not to enforce their own laws. Yeah. And if your choices result in poor outcomes, that is your responsibility to acknowledge those outcomes and accept responsibility for them. So I oppose federal intervention here uh, with law enforcement for the same reason I'd oppose federal financial bailouts for the damages caused by the rioting, which Minneapolis is asking for. We were talking about that last week. Right. This is, and the distinction I'll make again, this is damage that is a result of your choosing. And when I say you, I mean that state, that locality, not necessarily that you, the individual chose it, but that by your political system, you guys chose this. My point is it's not the result of forces that are beyond your control as a state or locality. And in that case, I view this as a fight between local constituents and their leaders. Um, Plus, to the point that you made, secondary points. I mean, the entertainment, I'll admit, it it is entertaining. I'm not making that point one. But but I think a stronger case is what you mentioned. People who believe this crap, these garbage philosophies that they're espousing, I think they need to see the results of their philosophies. And I, I, I say let them learn the hard way. That is my position, and I'm sticking to it. However... To your points, there is a compelling other side. Americans' rights are being violated. We're watching that with endless clips each and every week. State and local governments are failing in their one and only legitimate job, which is securing and defending the rights of the people. And you can see this with a few other clips from Seattle. The Daily Caller caught up with a, a guy who can't even speak. He has to speak anonymously because he's so afraid of this mob saying like, yeah, I don't I don't have rights here anymore the mob has taken my rights from me here's what he had to come say. here and i will walk you through here at night and you can see it for yourself you can see that we don't have a right to vote for stuff here anymore you can see the demands where they say they want the pensions taken away from every police officer in seattle but they took our rights away and that's not okay like just it's not political it's just not okay yeah i mean what about uh constitutional rights uh, isn't it the federal government's responsibility to uphold constitutionality on there's, a national basis, on a state basis, on a local basis? There's debate there. People will make the case that the federal constitution was never designed to apply to the states. I have in, who would make fair, that case? Well, prior to the court's interpretation of the Fourteenth Amendment, that that was it's believed that that was the intention of the founders. That the constitution that it shouldn't that the constitution shouldn't apply on, on a state by state basis that it no, shouldn't be an no, overarching that it, document that we all uphold irrespective of where we live. There's a lot of people who believe that that is the correct interpretation of the constitution as written. But in fairness to my argument, I've frequently, in fact, always taken the other side of that. That kind of taken the philosophy of listen, these are the terms to joining the club, and if we don't have any terms to joining the club, then we don't have a club. You know, um, there wasn't supposed to be complete state autonomy. We were yeah, supposed there, to be a United States United. Yeah, under and the I, constitutional and I think it, even if you, even if you go, if, even if you believe that the federal constitution was only meant to apply to the federal government and not the states, well, the federal constitution is based on a philosophy of what your natural rights are. And if you believe that is true, 
and a state government violates your your natural rights, well, that's an injustice just the same as if the federal government was doing it. Mm. That would be a point that does lend itself toward intervention, that if, if we don't intervene with the violation of people's rights, then what the hell are we doing? We would never intervene in a damn thing ever again. I, t- I totally understand that, that side of it. And another point in favor of that is the Seattle ch- uh, police chief saying, yeah, uh, People's rights are being violated. Crime's going up. Guess what? Without the East Precinct, we can't get in there and help people whose rights are being violated, at least not quickly. Our 911 uh, response times have tripled in the area. They've gone from just over five minutes to about 18 minutes. Rapes, robberies, and all sorts of violent acts have been occurring in the area that we're not able to get to. So it is not a right for us not to be able to deploy our officers here. Yeah. And just like uh, just like Minneapolis, you're going to see a lot of these police officers leaving in Seattle. There are some examples of them already doing yeah. that. There's uh, one officer speaking with Jason Rance on local radio about why he's doing that. But you're going to see you're going to see a flood of them. Um, so I, I'm still going to stick with the not I, I'm not in favor of federal intervention here to the to the people who are being genuinely victimized by this sort of uh, abusive local government. I know it's not the most satisfying answer, but I'm still going to stick with the vote with your feet option. And um, and I know this is a more extreme case. But listen, I've, I, I, I hated California for reasons that were precursors to this sort of thing. I was I've never never had my business vandalized in such a way, but I have left a place that I hated living because of the way it was structured like California. Um, I know that's not a perfect answer and I know it's not particularly satisfying, but I think that, um, but I do think that the responsibility of fixing these places is the responsibility of those who created the mess, not the responsibility of the rest of us. That's my answer, yeah, and, and I, I'm sticking with, with it. But it, but this is a very interesting debate, and I, I've seen a lot of people whose opinions I respect take either side of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you've probably changed my mind. And, and another consideration is. Um, the economic consequences of allowing major city centers to fail, which is going to affect society. And we're already in such a delicate economic position because of idiotic lockdowns. And so I'm wondering, although that doesn't really uh, matter to your argument that's based on your principles, I'm wondering if that should also be a consideration like yeah, it's 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 an unfortunately desperate time. Not that any time is a good time to go around violating people's rights with mobs, but yeah, this is a terrible time, especially it's like the worst time, time for mobs. Worst well, if time. you're if you're feeling discouraged or disheartened or black pilled, don't worry. Uh, celebrities you barely recognize have yet another spliced up video lecture for you. Uh, Just this time, no. Yeah, yeah, he's like one of the few I recognized in this one. Uh. This time they're telling us all to take responsibility for the mass killing of black people by cops. I take responsibility. I take Ugh. responsibility. I take uh. responsibility. For every time it was easier to know. ignore I, than to I call it like out for what people. it was. Every not so funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Christ black people are being slaughtered in the streets, killed in their own homes. These mm. are our brothers and sisters, our friends our family. We are done watching them die. I will no longer allow racist, hurtful words, jokes, stereotypes, no matter how big or small, to be uttered in my presence. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. 
we can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility. Call out hate. Step up and take action. <laughs> Science, bitch. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, if you need some solace. I, I don't take responsibility. I take solace in the ratio of this video. Oh, did they get horribly ratioed? Yeah. Yeah, take a, take a guess if you haven't looked. I haven't looked. How many views does it have? It's at four hundred almost 440,000 views. I'm going to say 2,000 ups, 25,000 down. Not bad. General ballpark, 625 up. Now, we haven't even broken uh, four figures up. 15,000 down. Hoo-hoo, and curiously, they disabled comments. So they allow oh, the no. ratings, but not the comments. Uh, Kristen Bell <laughs> is a real weirdo. That's surprising. I do ah, encourage no these celebrities. Uh, the, we, we can't. Black people are being killed on the streets. Well, um, some statistical truth to that. But look up by whom? Look up by whom? Because the idea that the cops are killing them on the streets. I think that's uh, yeah. in the list of things killing black people on the streets. Uh, cop is probably right below banana peel, slipping on a banana peel, right about there. That and there was are... not a, a subtle racist joke. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, actually. I'm sorry, Susan. That was totally inc- that actually was totally incidental. We'll say Aww. orange peel. Orange peel. They're notoriously slippery, so that definitely <laughs> yeah. works. Has anyone actually ever in- been injured slipping on a banana peel? I don't know. No, probably not. Uh, but yes, there are things much higher on the list of the carnage in the streets that you reference that you might want to look at. But even assuming the premises are true, why would I take responsibility for the bad actions of others? And if I do, how the hell are my bad jokes? Re- how is my slip on a banana peel joke responsible? How is lecturing other people about their jokes going to stop anybody? If we, if we stop calling Chicago Chirac right now. Are people calling it that? Yeah, you haven't heard that before? <laughs> Chirac. Will the killings on the streets of Chirac stop if we just stop calling it Chirac? <laughs> I doubt it. A wise man once said, I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, at least you didn't make a joke about monkeying around. That's, well, that guy's governor of Florida. He survived. That's and uh, look at Andrew Gillum. He had a meth party and almost died. So you can, you can recover. And there had were... his photograph taken in a pool of his own <laughs> vomit with his weird pubes exposed. Was... Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had more time to talk about the the statues coming down this week. I just there's so many of them, so many statues and monuments defaced and destroyed. Somebody Not got killed, of, right? Uh, I know one statue hit a guy in the head. I don't have that. Footage. I'm pretty sure that dude's dead, but I'm not positive. I was I told it was pretty break. violent, but I I didn't look at it, so I don't uh, know about that one. Uh, Darwin, I don't care. That's a Darwin award right there. Uh, not all of these Confederate, not all of these monuments or statues are even Confederate. A lot of them are abolitionists. A lot of them are people known for their advocacy against slavery at the time. But that's the beauty of um, destroying history. You don't have to understand it. Once you build your utopia, history is irrelevant anyway because you got the perfect society. But I, I was watching the news this week and I thought the coverage on the Today Show was pretty insightful. But uh, albeit accidentally, probably. It, but it does, this, this short segment gets at a lot of the important questions about the uh, destruction and defacing of these monuments. This morning, memorials to America's past crumbling down. Across the country, statues of Confederate leaders vandalized and removed as anger over racial injustice turns into action. This movement has caused sometimes violent backlash 
Who can forget when white supremacists descended on Charlottesville in 2017 to protest the city's plan to remove Confederate monuments? Scott Bowden is a peaceful defender. His great-great-grandfather was a Confederate soldier in the Civil War. If you knew that by taking this down, you would make just one person feel less oppressed, why not do it? I, I, I can't imagine anybody feeling oppressed. I see a statue. And a recent poll shows that for the taking down of Confederate statues, 44% of people are against it, 32% support it, and 23% either don't know or don't wow. have an opinion. That wow. what an absurd question. If you can make <laughs> one person feel less oppressed, uh, the answer to that question is I don't care how this makes other people feel because it doesn't matter and it's a part of our history. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you feel about these things. It doesn't change the way that things played out in this country. Um, I, it's just like remarkable, the, the lack of self-awareness in even asking that. It's a bizarre question because it, it presupposes that anyone should get a personal feelings veto. Right. One and, person. And, and then the question is, whose feelings or who's the person who gets the feelings veto? That is to say, okay, let's say there is this Black Lives Matter person whose feelings are appeased by the removal of the statue. Well, on the other side of that, you have Confederate ancestor guy whose feelings are hurt. So exactly. What about people like us that feel feelings. oppressed by yeah. the constant propaganda yeah. that we see in the media, that we see in film, that we see in television? Uh, what, what about stuff like that? Nobody gives a shit what we feel about any of this. Yeah. And uh, the thing that bugs me about this coverage, too, again, it, it's I know we beat at least I beat a dead horse on a lot of this. But this coverage just fails to ask, doesn't process matter? They just, oh, protesters are taking action. Are they? Because that looks like a mob just destroying public property to me. That's not just taking action. Isn't there are opinions on whether there should be Confederate monuments or not. That is secondary or, or uh, part of that debate is. What's the process to make that decision? Because I was under the impression we had a whole political system to make those decisions. And if the citizens of Mobile, Alabama decide they no longer want this statue or monument, that's great. Good for you. Maybe I agree. Maybe I don't. But I'm not a citizen of Mobile, Alabama. Doesn't really affect me. None of my business. I don't have entitlement based on my outrage to to call up a mob to go enforce my view of morality on those people through force. That that's what's going on here. And we're this this coverage is acting like, well, because those people are viewed as bad guys. Well, then mob justice is uh, is just fine. OK, but what's wrong with a whole bunch of Confederate sympathizers showing up to put a statue back up by with, with exactly. mob yeah. effort and fighting off people who resist them? Doesn't the, real, the process matter? Uh, I mean, no, I don't think that the process matters to them at all. I don't yeah. think that their principles matter to them. I think this is all irrelevant. But the real reason this is so damaging is that it's otherizing a group of people that uh, have always felt like they were patriotic Americans and they're armed. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm a part of America anymore. Like, I, I, mm. I don't feel like I'm included in this. I don't feel like my vote matters. I don't feel like the government cares about me um, because I'm not willing to bend the knee and because I don't care if people are openly racist. It just uh, doesn't really bother me. But you're um, feeling that way. Nobody cares to appease that feeling. You know what I mean? Nobody like that will feeling appease is, that feeling, right. 
Meanwhile, they in, like in NASCAR, they banned the Confederate flag in NASCAR now. And I saw this Why? reporting that's like, now it will be inclusive. It will expect to see more diversity and more interest from minority culture. No, you won't. You're telling me that the reason that NASCAR was almost exclusively white is because of the Confederate symbolism? I doubt it. I highly doubt that now you're going to see a whole bunch of racial minorities showing up enthusiastically for NASCAR. It's not going to happen. And what about, about personal choice anyway? I mean, yeah. nobody's explained to me how relevant somebody's personal choice is in, in career and doing all of these things. It's like when, when you mess with, with what people want to do and the choices that they make, uh, you're really turning the entire system on its head. Like, yeah. I don't think a bunch of black people are like, jonesing to become nascar drivers but and, they and saw a flag that scared them and so they're they, like no so they yeah. ran away oh, god uh and last thing i wanted to say about this isn't mob destruction itself violence I, I just found it hilarious that charlottesville was referenced as an example of violence because of um the car issue like the the what was his what was his name I, oh, dang it um uh, the dude who ran over Heather Heyer. There was that James whole episode. James Fields. James Fields. That whole episode. Yes, that was an example of violence. Um, why? But why are these mobs in, in destroying property? Why is that also not viewed as violence? Because they're just saying, "Oh, that was um like th- this." This is an example. How did he phrase it? I forget how he phrased it in the news piece here. I'll have to listen to it again. But it was um he he was just saying, uh, responding to violence that the that that the uh that the the people removing monuments are responding to violence and the charlottesville people are instigating violence well this is also the instigation of violence well what about james property. field responding to his car being attacked well it, you can't talk about any of that nuance because that's hate nuance and uh that's off the table but it's it's just it, the, the double standard is so insane like charlottesville yeah charlottesville was a bad episode for reasons x y and z but it'll always be put up as like the worst possible thing ever to happen and everything else is secondary. Nothing could ever be as bad as Charlottesville. When in fact, we're just seeing, we're seeing different gradations of crime. Destroying public property, also terrible. And one is, is not crime, justified yeah. in response to the other. I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, it's that time. Maybe you need a pee break while I play the sounder. I'm good. <laughs> Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. (laughs) You think they'll notice? Well, I remember covering this story at the time way back in February. Salisbury University. Salisbury, I think is how it's pronounced. Sorry if I'm getting it wrong. Students in uh, students at this university in Maryland, they found racist vandalism on campus at multiple sites. And this followed a similar incident on campus in November. If you don't remember this case from your memory, this photo of the damage may ring a bell. This was uh, someone. Oh, yeah. It it looks like it was a Sharpie or something similar on a bathroom uh, or a tile wall. And it's hard to read, but it says it's hang N words time or hang N words month, I believe. Hang N-Words month, we get an extra day this year, referring to the fact that February this month had a, it was a leap year. There was a leap What did we say about this? Uh, I can't, well, I remember I was trying to dissect if it was we got or we get, because it sounded, uh, well, it just, you know, sounded like it had a particular dialect associated with the phrasing. Chinese, right? Something like that. 
uh, the, that, that's what happened. Classes were canceled at the school. The FBI got in, the FBI got involved in, in investigating this stupid Sharpie writing on a wall. And, uh, and this week we learned that the man who did it uh, will be pleading guilty to committing the vandalism. He is a 54-year-old, uh, presumably not white supremacist, not Klansman. He is uh, Jerome Kevin Jackson. He will be pleading guilty to a hate crime because the vandalism was done, quote, while exhibiting racial animosity, even if it is toward Jackson's own race, which uh, I, I think hate crimes laws Fine. are garbage. But I got to applaud the prosecutors for being consistent in enforcing the law yeah, in this case. Fine, whatever. Uh, if they exist, then this is a good use of them. I, I have to say I'm in favor in that way as well. Uh, Jackson has signed a plea agreement that includes 18 months in prison and re uh, restitution to be paid to the university. That's a hell of wow, a price. Wow, I, I can't believe it. Th that's for him to agree to these terms. He must have been looking at much more. What? What? I wonder if they have something else on him. Did he commit other crimes that they drop? Why would? Why would you cave to this deal? Because this deal seems really harsh. Like eighteen yeah. months in prison and paying for the. What do you have to pay for that? Like a, 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 I don't know, a bucket of bleach and a sponge to get this off the wall or whatever <laughs> it takes. What? what uh, this just seems like a really harsh penalty. So yeah, there's got to be something that we're missing else. here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we're happy to catch up on the story. And of course, thanks to the listener who sent me the update, because I never think to go Google all the old cases. Mm -hmm. And so when they come up and somebody maybe lives in that market or they just happen to see it, please do send them my way. Because yeah. And I, we've I talked like about they finish. probably a hundred hoax hate at this point. I'm sure at least at, yeah. at least. I mean, in the pre Smollett era, it was basically a weekly occurrence, sometimes multiple pieces per week. And I think in the post Jesse era, it's it's settled down a little bit, but it's still happening. It's still happening with That's plenty of pieces to cover. That was his real crime is that he ruined our bit. Jesse Smollett yeah. kind of, but he woke, he woke a lot of people up to the reality that we had been not just us, but a lot of people had been following for a long time. This is a common occurrence just because you saw mean words written somewhere. Do not assume that it was done by the mythical Klansman Nazi guy who is around every corner and operating the levers of systemic oppression. You just never see him. I mean, that's the other piece that you were kind of talking about, too. For, for a country that supposedly operates under systemic white supremacism and white oppression, I can't. I was talking about this with Frank last week, but I can't turn on a damn piece of entertainment without having Black Lives Matter supremacism shoved in my face. Where are the Klansmen shoving their white power right. messages in my face? Where is the system? And then people that I kind of thought uh, supported uh, supported free speech and thought to some degree have been bitterly disappointed. I don't know if you saw the Chappelle like rant on, on, I heard that he said Candace Owens has a stinky vagina. Is that true? He did, but it was, that was rude. It wasn't a comedy special. I, I went into it thinking that it was comedy. And so maybe, maybe that's what it was, but he also um just talked about, you know, how, how can white people not understand that when we see one of our own get killed, that it, mobilizes all of us and everything like that. And I was just thinking like, well, nobody got a pass for supporting Randy Weaver. Like, like white yeah. people can't make well, this claim. I've heard Candace saying a lot of the same thing. Do white people identify like, Oh man, my guy, Timothy McVeigh, like, because he's white. Yeah. Oh, I don't identify with criminals mostly because they commit crimes and I don't support people who commit crimes against other people. It has nothing to do with racial solidarity. And the stuff on so Candace a, was just like, you know, it was just ad hominem horseshit. Hmm. 
Well, that sucks because his stand-up, his last stand-up was, was someone good. who hardly yeah. ever watches stand-up. I thought it was mm. top tier. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Agreed. So it was disappointing. But... Hmm. All right. Well, let me uh, let me check in in a few on Streamlabs and like you know, obviously, like we mentioned, if you have to the, if you have to take baby. off momentarily or for the night, just say the word. Uh, Mike Newman says, "Would like to shout out my mother who's watching the show with me tonight. I love you, Souza. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys are having a good night." Kim says, uh, "Congratulations, blonde. I was so excited last week to hear about the birth of Emmeline." Uh, you look absolutely radiant. I'm so Aww. happy for you and wish all the best for you and your family. It's good to have you back on the show. We'll see. Now you got to stick around. It's going to be nothing but kindness. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Mike DeWine shit eating grin says last. I told you about DeWine removing the national guardsman who quote expressed white supremacist ideology online. There has been zero update since this fabricated story was in no way to get people to not notice. He shit canned Amy Acton. I don't know anything about that story, but I remember the story of that National Guardsman guy who was an alleged white supremacist and that whole story kind of fell apart and was Yeah, what happened with that? Weird. Uh it looked like it was basically a setup to go after the guy on guns and drug charges more than anything else. But yeah, we're we're going to start that policing a little Ruby Ridge. Well, yeah, that's the other irony with with Chaz too. If it's Randy Weaver in Chaz, how long, I mean, how many days ago was he sniped by uh ATF? By the ATF and FBI, yeah. Uh, I think that's that's part of it. Maybe, although maybe not. Maybe that's too conspiratorial because I don't. I mean, if Trump really wanted to get aggressive with the feds, he could have done that, and he hasn't yet. Uh, Mike Dewine. Uh, oh, sorry, I just read that one. LBN L Shack two four three. Muhammad said, "Quote: Whoever wants to know Satan, let him look at Nabtal. He was a sturdy." I have to read ahead. Am I getting to what am I I reading here? I'm getting nervous. He was a sturdy black man with long flowing hair, inflamed eyes and dark ruddy cheeks. Yes. Muhammad said Satan is black. Welcome back. Could you try to interview David Wood? Thanks. I don't know the name off the top of my head. Neither do I. The only conclusion there is Muhammad was racist. That's, (laughs) that's the conclusion. RP Giga Chad says in order to virtue signal more than Wendy's competitor, Dairy Queen and Burger King will be rebranded as Dairy Welfare Queen and Burger Kangs. (laughs) (laughs) That was well played. That was a good one. Crypto Crook, Blonde, you are really glowing today. Congratulations to you. I'm really happy for you and your baby. Thank you, my favorite YouTubes and the Sanity Safe Space. Thanks for supporting the show, boss. Uh, let's see. I just have a few more over here. Foximus says, solution to Chaz, cut the power and water, build a wall around their wall, and arrest any people that leave the area as they starve and crawl out. Caesar <laughs> solved this already at Elysia. I don't know the story. But... Oh, I, I like that. That's good. That sounds more torturous than my way. Remember when L.A. County or or Eric Garcetti, I forget if it was the city or county government, but they were talking about shutting off power to noncompliant businesses. It can be done. Yeah. Well, it's it's just so interesting how we're, we're even in Michigan. They're still going after that haircutter guy, the barber guy. We're going at we're aggressively prosecuting or at least legally challenging people who are running their businesses while being very relaxed on people who vandalize or destroy businesses. It's incredible. I was yeah. watching Fox Business or something stupid today, and this idiot on it, um, right-wing guy, was like, and we're seeing a surge in coronavirus cases, but it's not due to the protests because they're outside. And I was thinking, of course. 
I remember somebody getting dragged off of their surfboard and arrested by two police officers not wearing masks yeah. for surfing alone in Malibu. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, but uh, outdoor transmission and bleh, asymptomatic. <sighs> yeah. They also neglect to tell you that um, we're not seeing a dramatic rise in deaths at all. In fact, yeah. we're at a multi-month low in deaths. Cases are largely an effect of testing. Testing. You test more, you find more cases. It when people matter. start dying at an insane rate, call me, but we're not there. In fact, we're at, a, at what looks to be a tail end of this sort of thing. You should be proud of yourself. You've been on this since the beginning. Uh, I, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't... Uh, I, I don't like to be a told-you-so told person. I hate that. Like, I hate Why? listening. Why? It's even so when awesome. they're right. I hate Even when people are right, I hate when they're like, oh, I told you so. You guys should have listened to me the whole time. Uh, because I, I want people to come around to the right ideas. And I've almost never been persuaded by a told you so person. I find it to be like really smug and But annoying. it's not about them. It's about you feeling good about yourself. I, I'm glad it, it, there, there were a few weeks where it was tough to stick to principles on this one where I, I legitimately wondered, am I making the wrong call? Yeah. I'm glad to, I'm, I'm glad that I stuck to them and did not waver. Yeah. Um, and I stand by them. And but you know, uh, for everything like that, there's probably five things I'm wrong about too. So, that but I appreciate the compliment. I'll just learn to take a compliment. How I will, I will say that um, I was very worried in the beginning, and your principled stance on coronavirus and dissecting all of the data really helped get me through my pregnancy. Because otherwise, I think I would have freaked out about it. Um, so mm. I do appreciate it. Do you get any intel on the baby, by the way? Uh, no. But right. I haven't heard anybody screaming or anything, so I assume that everything's fine down there. Redicus says, Summer of Love in Woodstock era was full of rape and assault. There isn't a leftist protest that doesn't evolve into violent rioting. The Tea Party protests and the lockdown protests had maybe one arrest and no burned down buildings. Yeah, and they're still characterized as a bunch of country bumpkins who, you know, were out to destroy the country and they're a bunch of racists. But there really was no effect. In fact, I remember you look back on it and you see how much effort they put into cleaning up the spaces they used when they were done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JM says these problems are in blue states only to set a trap for Trump. So the narrative will be uh, he needlessly used tear gas, opened fire or killed some people just having a block party. I say, let them sit in their own filth until the governors, until the governors ask for help. There could be a trap element to it. I, 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 I don't think that's too tinfoily at this point. I'm open to really anything. Yeah. And um, I'm, yeah, I, I appreciate Trump has talked a big game. He has not, over, he has not um, done any kind of overreach from the federal government so far. Maybe people think he needs to go farther, but I'm mostly in his corner on how he's handled this. Redicus says the sprite is an old image. Oh, it's not even real. Uh, the sprite is an old image from Halloween. A Karen left it on their doorstep. Okay. I thought it was legit. So maybe, oh, really? was, maybe I was duped. Where's my, uh, do I even, ha I had to, the whole sounder system went haywire. And I don't We're going to have even... to print a retraction. Dang it. Well, I'll adjust it next week. Uh, I can't even fake news myself. I thought it was legit, but I guess I fell for, fell for uh, a trick. Anyway, uh, thanks for the clarification. I'm on the uh, Stefan side. Let them fail so we have a perfect example of uh, communism. Record all of the retards and meme them to death. This is just Republican ad fodder. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks for the clarification on the Sprite. Dang it. I wanted that to be real. <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. I'm bummed. We'll come back Aww. to Streamlabs uh, in a minute. Thanks for patience, guys. 
Uh, JVDude9061, congrats to Mama Blonde. Hope you and the little one are doing well. On a side note, I think we should remove all Confederate statues and replace them with a guy who killed Adolf. Thoughts? Who? Uh, the guy, what? Who is Adolf? So maybe he means we should replace all statues of... Oh, with Adolf? With Adolf, yeah. Uh, well, uh, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, James says, it's all downhill after Trump leaves. Who are your top picks for 2024, Tr Tucker, DeSantis, or Andrew Anglin? Um, <laughs> yeah, really. If Tucker were president, I'd be so jazzed about it, but he might be doing more good in his media capacity. He probably does have more... Power. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I guess there's a, there's a, probably a really good debate there, actually. But uh, but uh, there's no doubt he's hugely influential in, in what he's doing. I, I know that it's not the like the cool pick or whatever, but I'm going to be honest. I've really warmed up to Ted Cruz over time. Me too. Ted Cruz mm -hmm. and Rand Paul are my picks for who I'd like to see. I'd probably give the edge to Rand. I just align with him a Wouldn't little bit more. Wouldn't that be something? But Beard Ted Cruz, I'm, I will listen to. And I was not a Ted fan. Um, or Ann Coulter. Yeah, the one woman you'll vote for. The only woman that I will vote for. Grim turds as destruction of statues breaks my heart. Even if they are of bad people, they're better than any modern art, and they are history. Destroying history, even its yeah. flaws, diminishes our future. Preserve them in a hall of shame. Um, I mean, I agree with you until the last part. I mean, uh, it was a complicated time in American history that's been that's been there's been a lot of historical revisionism around the confederacy i also i hate the tendency to look back on history and think i'm so much i'm obviously so much of a better person than all of them like i'm so much smarter i'm so much morally square i'm such a better person than all the people of history mm. i history is made up of humans just like the present is and there are a lot of morally complex humans today right. there were a lot of morally complex humans then and if you lived in a society or a time where slavery was the norm, and by the way, it was not just in the United States, but globally, your perspective on it may have been totally different. Now, that doesn't mean that it was right, but I, I just, I, I don't, I wouldn't cast them in the same box as somebody who, I don't know, has slaves in his basement today, <laughs> like right now, <laughs> something like that. I'm not saying that it's justified or right, but I am saying that that people are that they are morally complex and they exist at the time that they do. Mm -hmm. And to comparing people from 150 years ago to today, and you're so much of a better person automatically, I just just don't buy that crap. I yeah. think it's nonsense. Lazarus Rex says, "Congrats, Mama Blonde." Uh, did I just read that one? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we heard that one. Oh, uh, glad you and the baby are well. If the people of Chaz were as progressive as they think they are, wouldn't they give the land they took from the U.S. to a First Nations tribe? <laughs> yeah. yeah really. uh, Stumble Leaner says, congratulations, Blonde. I want to thank you for a video you made a few years ago about whether we can coexist. And I wasn't sure. The last few weeks are proving otherwise. Dems can't, can literally secede. Um, yeah, I mean, I am not as good of a person as skag so i will take this moment to tell everybody i told you so i told you <laughs> this was gonna happen i told all of you nobody was listening to me except for you guys um you know you got to get out of cities if you still can you need to get out of the city get yeah. out of the city and if you're really conservative and gun owning you can come to idaho 
I guess. God, they're uh, the writings on the wall here, and uh, we're the, the, it's like the Bozeman Coalition of People of Color or whatever issued their they're they're working on demands for the city and Montana State University and all this crap. Meanwhile, like not only is a police shooting a, 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 an insane rarity in this town, murder in general. I think we might have maybe one per year, and if we do, it's like the local story. Yeah, for weeks. So the idea that we have some systemic oppression going on. That's preposterous. Pro- and the city council is now working on studying it. It's like, great, we're gonna, you're going to use taxpayer dollars to invent a problem that only more taxes can solve. Awesome. South Dakota, Wyoming, looking it up. Got a few years left. Oh, God. I don't want to live in the Midwest again. I don't want to move again. I can't move again. It's probably either that or the South. Oh, it's so hot i don't want to do that southern heat would wear on me truculent phillips blonde congrats here's some beer money you can now use uh no i cannot for i don't drink but also breastfeeding i don't think you can drink when you're breastfeeding um grumbledore welcome back blonde matt won't bring the spice like you do minneapolis wants federal funding now they should triple the number of planned parenthood buildings and let the situation (laughs) resolve itself disavow i have no idea what he's getting at um black babies lives matter uh luke glanfor shout out to atheism is unstoppable even before floyd he was tackling the race baiting media and other race race vultures uh the the regressive agenda racism of the gaps bleep violence anti-white and anti-cop hatred by the young turks etc yep good for him and he was wrongfully maligned by blonde too never forget sorry about that and he was a good sport about it he was a good sport yeah Yeah. he put out in a video didn't he yeah it's the cartoon people from the former skeptic community that I <laughs> those cartoon animals. They all run it's together. The cartoon animals. Yeah. Yeah. Son of the wolf. I live in Lakewood and everyone I know is laughing at these retards in Seattle. Do you see the pathetic garden? Yeah. He'll yield like five pieces of, I don't know. What, what are they even growing in there? I, I don't know what they were growing. I didn't take the time to look. Redwall 1521. Hi guys. Welcome back blonde. I'm wondering, Matt, what do you use to stream the video and audio looking to get into the streaming business myself? Uh, OBS is what I use. It's obsproject.com. It's free software. I use the old school OBS classic. I don't even know if they let you download that anymore. Oh, but really? OBS studio is, it's got, it's the same idea with fancier bells and whistles, but yeah, obsproject.com. It's not exactly totally intuitive software. There are there's a little bit of a learning curve, but practice makes perfect. Uh, if you don't believe me, go back and watch. Well, if you think the streams are a little rough around the edges now, go back and watch the old ones. You'll see. You learn as you go. TNT Cycles PDX. Congratulations, Blonde. Glad to hear you and the bundle of joy are healthy. You look fantastic, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, Skag, you're okay, too. I thank you. Yes, he is. He's pulling off flannel like he does every week. Always. Uh, always. The Vile Mirth says, the last two months are just a warm-up. Be prepared. The leftist spasm in October, November will make what we've seen so far look like a picnic. God, I hope not. I'm worn out. I can't deal with another thing. You know, it used to just be a November surprise. Oh, there's going to be a, yeah, a, a, I don't know, every other week, monthly. There's going to, trust me, by when we're talking around 4th of July here, there's going to be a, a new crisis. 100% guarantee. Yeah, I mean, these black shootings seem to be doing the trick, so I'd imagine. Yeah, but you can't ride that one. wave. You can't ride that wave much longer than a month. I don't know. There's going to be the summer, the, <laughs> the summer of love and mysterious wave of 
police shootings of black people? Is that what we're going to get? You see these uh, black people that committed suicide by hanging themselves in trees. I didn't have and time now they're going to get back into it. To investigate them as. Yeah, I, I heard of that and I didn't have time to get into the details. Mm. Mm. We'll see. Freddie Saw says it scares me that the ball is rolling downhill now and any white cop and black perp shootings will be used to fuel the fires. No yeah. matter how justified, the cops are now evil and it'll be seen as an attack. Yes, I can tell you what we're going to see. It's going to be like federal Ferguson effect where cops are totally unwilling to police any urban area. And then that just allows them to further descend into absolute chaos. Well, what are you chaos, talking about? Man. They're going to fix themselves without police for sure. Police are the problem. Yeah. Until one of these like white Antifa chicks gets raped and calls the cops and the cops are like, uh, get bent. Like, what do you, yeah. what do you want? Uh, Sir Garforth says, Madam, in a similar spot as you with questioning faith, I highly recommend watching the video break down, breaking down the film. No Country for Old Men by the channel Logos Made Flesh. Also, congrats, sure. Blonde. That sounds good. I love that movie. Well, thanks. Yeah, good luck on your uh, your journey. Um, Daniel Kunkel, the ancient Egyptians had slaves too. Maybe BLM and Antifa will try to tear down the pyramids next. Mm. Uh, Yaderhe, the 54th mass monument and tagging pissed me off. The Vietnam Memorial defacement hit close to home. My dad knows yeah. men on that wall. Many live with, fought alongside, and in a few cases watched die. Yeah, what are these people doing? What yeah, it's doing? It, it's just it's no respect for this country at a base level, and it is nope. it is very frustrating to watch for sure. Zach Coggins, congrats, Blonde. My future fiance is bottom tier Asian because she's Chinese, <laughs> and I'm bottom tier white by having majority Irish ancestry. So it all works out. She and I can build railroads <laughs> together. <laughs> sweet uh, there's a match i support well done yeah uh royal wins these last weeks have made me feel like i'm living in that movie invasion of the body snatchers i hate the gop almost as much as the dems bunch of spineless cowardly yellow belly traitors i hear you maybe if we just concede a little more it's a little bit more. they'll like us yeah. slo 507 no note thank you sir or ma'am sarah pons congratulations and wb blonde welcome back that? i think oh yeah uh, YouTube, well, recently pregnant. Brain. Recently pregnant. Brain, yeah. yeah. Uh, YouTube actually put your two show ever, your second show ever, on my feed. Can I? Wh what? Can I? Read? Susan's Susan would be recommending our old shows. Just, that's how I'll defeat them. I'll recommend all their old. No, trash. that can't be what she meant. YouTube uh, actually put your two show ever in my feed. I don't know. Oh, Maybe put your. Yeah, I think he just means your show, like the two of oh. you, your show. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching all past shows. Oh, maybe not. I think that's show. she's saying that's how she found the show was it okay, was an actual so YouTube recommendation. Okay. Wow, that's all started rare. out great and only have gotten better blonde. I had a similar birth story. Glad all is well now. Blessings to your fam. Thanks so much. Well, thanks. And thanks for sticking with the show. Yeah, really. Um, Mark LaFlame says, thanks for the best show anywhere. And welcome back. Blonde. It's kind of absurd how excited I got to hear little blonde and finally come your turn next, Matt. Get on it. You guys just plain rock. Thank you. Oh, Love well, thanks. Show. I got to do the right thing. I have to, I got to, I got to get married first, kids second. It's very important to me to do things in the right order. So Luke Glanford, that's, that, that's the plan. Yeah. Do it, do it the right way. Have you heard Sam Harris's latest podcast, a tour de force takedown of the current hysteria and out of control wokeness. He's once again, a voice of reason, highly recommend uh, listening material. Um, I no. hate Sam Harris. I think he sucks. He he's definitely rubbed me the wrong way in recent years, but uh, but 
when he, I, I appreciate Sam on, on many topics and when he, it's usually not politics though. It's politics that where I feel like I'm turned off a lot, but if maybe he, uh, maybe he had a, a good take on the recent political situation. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing yeah, to check it out. I'm not, uh, I just don't think he can be trusted. No. <sighs> Uh, Skip Mayfield says, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Blonde. Congratulations, just, Blonde. Thank just you, Skip. keep going. Nope, I won't. Uh, Eric J says, congrats, Blonde, for the farmers in Chaz. They should use Brondo to help plants grow. It's what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. That's the yeah. idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, That's one uh, movie reference I do get. Great We film. get it. Yay. Yeah. Um, speaking sovereign, I lost another five pounds this week. So here's another three bucks per pound eating piles of chicken, lifting heavy weights. Walking, running stairs, hoping to lose at least three and a half pounds per week. Good for you. Positive Congrats life changes. And, and keep going. Yeah, it's uh, just sticking to a chicken diet is probably a good route. Yeah. I should get back on it, man. Like, uh, Corona has been a little, it's, 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 it's done some damage. And I definitely want to be in tip top shape for the wedding. So oh. that means a summer of, of discipline, you know? Discipline. Yeah. Um, Fisher says becoming a father is what I look forward to most in life. There is no more incredible a gift than a child. God bless you and your baby blonde. Thank you so much. Uh, Ryan Valentine in a recent podcast, Brett Weinstein was expressing concerns with the hashtag defund the police. Brett coins a beautiful term, the Ezra Kleinification of language. <laughs> oh, you simpleton. It's not to be taken literally. Of course not. Except for when we say, yeah, no, it, it is in fact to be taken literally. And here's our plan to do it. Yeah. yeah. Dwight S says, congratulations on a big donation. Thank you so much, Dwight. We really appreciate it. We really do. Um, Boogeyman 917. Congrats, Blonde. Glad everything worked out. I'm happy for you and your family. Cheers to Matt. Thanks, Boogie. Well, thanks. Bo D. Rebecca, Frank was not hotter than you. Congrats on the baby. I'm severely <laughs> black pilled in the country now. Going to flee with my family to the redoubt when I retire. Is that yeah? When I retire from the army, should we do Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming? Um, Idaho's it does have some problems. Boise Wyoming is a disaster. Is, Wyoming's probably the safest bet right now. Um Certainly statewide. I don't. I mean, they're all great states. I would love to live in any of them, to be honest. Yeah. But I know that the. I, I believe at least you should look it up. I think the influx, the order of the influx per capita is Idaho one, Montana two, Wyoming three. I believe. Yeah. But none of them are safe. So meet me in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Christy, Jose. Christy Nome, whatever her name is. Oh yeah, that is true. Maybe we're just gonna have to move to South Dakota, which has way worse winters than Montana or probably. Right. And yeah. North Dakota even worse than that. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, Jose Lima. Hey, Blonde and Matt. I've been a longtime listener. I figured I owe you one. I'm a California listener, and I've wanted to take a road trip to the Midwest. I want to meet different people than me. Any suggestions? I would first stop East St. Louis. Beautiful, just beautiful <laughs> part of the country. Um, I, I don't know. You will meet people that are different than you. Uh, I'm just joking. Don't go there. Don't go there. I'm just seriously speaking. If you're, if you're going to road trip around my, my, the, what I would do is just me. I'd aim for, for national parks and things like that, as Mm -hmm. opposed to cities. Uh, there is particularly in the American West, there's some, some real beauty. If you have not taken the time to stop in those places and check it out, it's not to take away from the cities either, but I think, uh, particularly the American West, the beauty is in those those spots that we've preserved. So consider that and yep. uh, see if you like it. He did say Midwest. 
Well, uh, yeah, I guess I'm thinking like the Mountain West as opposed to the Midwest. But even in the Midwest, there's there's some pretty cool spots. There's there's um, the Badlands in uh, in North Dakota, mm-hmm. and there's the that doesn't count as like a natural feature. But you got Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. There's some other spots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mighty Sumo, welcome back, Blonde and Grazi on the spawn here. A few shekels to put toward her first weapon fund. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I will actually put that in there. There you go. And get her a little baby Derringer. Uh, Eggy Jet Pilot, glad to see the back the band back together. Thank you. Glad to have it back together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Red Wall 1521, deadly versus lethal versus violent. Need to use the right term here. That's why a taser is a lethal weapon, but not a deadly one. Lethal is very dangerous and able mm. to kill. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the idea that it's, that it's not inherently dangerous in the way that, that ted Lou is describing it's like come on dude what are we talking about i've said that word like 10 times in the show i don't know why preposterous mm. i've just been throwing it out there much uh, far too hard says he took the first cop's taser and the second cop fired his they only had their guns uh, uh yeah. so i don't know taser function but is that how it works you basically get a shot there's not a way yeah, to... it shoots out and then latches onto the skin and then electrocutes you. And so you, there's so no like retracting it and shooting it. Right. There's no. Yeah. And it's not you don't reload it or something like that. Not that I know of it. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. There's the disgruntled DN DM. Um, he was a drunk driver and therefore a threat to the public. Yeah. He couldn't have gotten back in his car, though. Well, I I mean, it's that that fact alone, I don't think justifies lethal force. Of course, it's it's all the things that happened after that. But to the point, there were people saying, well, I'll leave the guy alone. He's just sleeping in his car. I'm sorry. Did did Wendy's booze him up while yeah. he was? How did he get there in he an inebriated state? in the parking lot either. No, he, he was, was in the line. <laughs> and then it's like, well, it was my, it's my daughter's birthday. So I'm supposed to have sympathy there. Well, why are you drunk in the line at Wendy's on your daughter's birthday? Yeah. Bad uh, situation. I love that picture that they used of him where he's holding his baby, but he's also like got his phone. He's like texting and stuff. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Long Dong John. Congratulations to you on the baby blonde, white pilled and smiling. Happy blonde brightens my day. Thank you so much. I am very happy. Uh, first son of man. You look absolutely fantastic blonde. So happy you are living up to your, to our favorite number uh, here on deck, Matt. Hmm. Uh, Pressure's I, on now. I know. My gosh. Far too hard. While changing it to chop, they're claiming that Chaz was a name outsiders use, but they're the ones who spray painted Chaz on everything. <laughs> Just change the terms. When it goes wrong, change the change yeah. the words, change the definitions. Royal winds. This last month has pushed me to full double blonde mode. Sorry, Matt. I tried. <laughs> hey, I, I hung on too, man. I get it. I I will say I have not felt I've not had my faith in this country and and its and its Testing. values and what it's yeah. It's this has been the toughest test of my lifetime, mm. but I'm still going to stay committed to it. But uh, but yeah, for people who are feeling really discouraged, like I, I can't blame you. Yeah, I don't. I haven't felt more negative about the state of politics in my entire life. Scott Graham, release all the criminals and tie up the police. Reminds me of the third Batman movie with Bane. Does it not a movie <laughs> reference? We. Don't I don't know that one. Me either. Um, Nicholas H, a big donation. Great work, Blonde. Thank you so much. I got that baby out, and I did that. I am not going to be nigger. I am not going to be Oh, and a giant donation from john martin oh wow thank thank you john that is very much i am not gonna be niggardly thank you so much gosh you guys are so generous keep keeping us on the air man like uh i'm a broken record on all this stuff but there's a reason that you know we want to make sure and and stick around and acknowledge people who are supporting the show and try to maintain this community aspect and that's because i know if it's if it's not if it's just between us and susan wiki wiki this this show's screwed 
totally um, screwed. And, and so I hope that we're offensive enough that we can be your voice because we've already <laughs> destroyed our reputations. So yeah, the, let me be your voice. Said it a million times, but every force of the corporate social media world has tried to make it more difficult for us to make this show and for people who enjoy it and are helping make it easier for us. All I can say is you got my sincere gratitude. I, can, I it's can't so say. It's so nice. It's yeah. really touching. So, so thank you very much. Downskated says, as a trucker that runs up the Northeast, I keep having to explain to idiots that defunding the police will mean truckers won't go into their towns. We already have a dangerous job. We don't need need. To yeah, use. that's so true. I'm sure. Tucker says, can't stay for the live stream. Just dropping in, dropping in to say congratulations to Blonde and hopefully the Seattle commies starve. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we get to watch it. YouTube name. Congrats again on the baby. Thank you so much. Steel Bond at 86. My wife actually asked to watch tonight. Welcome back mm. and congrats, Blonde. Love the name. Our little Charlotte is three months old this week. Congratulations, Charlotte's well, a very congrats. beautiful name. Yeah. Um, oh, and I don't know if I told you guys, but my baby's name is Emmeline Julia. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned the middle name before. I can't remember at least. Uh, no, that's a family name, so. Yeah. Uh, Kazuma Neat King. Love the show. Been watching for almost two years, but first time giving money. What do you guys think would happen if a right wing group attempted an autonomous zone? Yeah, they uh, get sniped. Yeah, I mean, they get. Uh, they Ruby get Waco. Ridge was but one man, and and look at what yeah. happened in Waco too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they tear gas the shit out of them. Like, why can't they do this in 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 Chaz? <laughs> do we? Yeah, do we? If it happens, do we get to watch it Waco style? I mean, you watch some of that footage of what happened at Waco. Yeah. Uh, you look at that old footage now. That's that's incredible stuff. I. I ugh. Uh, I, I don't want to see a repeat of that happening to anybody, but the difference is Waco was not violating anybody's rights. Exactly. Well, I mean, there are some, there are some complications with the, the allegations of the, the child marriages, which as far as I understand are somewhat, they're legitimate. Well, there's, I, I thought that they were still within the, the age of consent. Like Korish uh, had a relationship with a 14 year old, which was the age of consent in Texas, but he was probably banging her from when she was 12. And then, yeah. Uh, he was a polygamist. So, so maybe there's some violation of rights going on there. Maybe not. But the point is that's the ATF does not enforce uh, those sorts of laws. Anyway, the ATF is there to enforce gun laws and they, they had parts to guns. That's why their whole compound was raided. Anyway, I could talk about Waco forever. Bill Mitchell, the why oh, I just read that one. Uh, Catastrophe says Matt declined a gift from Tory Hunter memorabilia from me weeks ago. <laughs> I got it appraised and thank God the idiot passed because now I'm up seven hundred and seventy five dollars. Wow. So plaid shirt and a Subaru is Matt a lesbian. Blonde, <laughs> are amazing. Matt is a secret lesbian. I'm, I'm actually very glad to, to hear that. Seriously speaking, um, I, as I mentioned, I just don't necessarily have a, a place for it. And I wouldn't feel good if. If I were to, if I would have received that baseball, I probably would have turned around and sold it in the same way you did. And I don't feel like an honest person asking for, you know, asking to have that baseball. If my plan is to toss it up on eBay tomorrow, and if you did in fact pull a haul that big, that is that's Good awesome, and, and that should go to you. Yeah. And thanks for sharing a, a little bit of it with us too. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I hope that story is 100 percent true. So good for you if that's if that's the case. Yeah, uh, Lil Cynical says watching the mayor of Seattle and incompetent female cops is tip the scale for me as a woman. Repeal the 19th. Repeal it now. <laughs> Congrats to you and your husband, Vaughn. Many blessings to you. Yeah, this has been like a season of vindication for me. Mm. Totally. Uh, I don't think I'm going to vote just because I don't even think I should vote. I don't know. We'll see. 
uh, Genubath, legal hypothetical. If a police officer assaults you while arresting you, they'd be charged with assault in court. Can you defend yourself or would that be the crime of resisting arrest or should you just die like Floyd? Um, I mean, I think you have to be smart in these situations because you have to think that there is a increased chance that they are going to kill you. You have to act differently than if this happens with a lay person. Yeah, there's like the practical strategy of it. And then there's the moral question here, which is when is the resistance justified? And if, if, the, if the arrest is justified because you are being arrested for committing a crime and or violating the rights of somebody else, then, yeah, I don't think you're justified in, in resisting the arrest. If, 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 it, if a police officer just comes and attacks you for no reason, then, yeah, I, then that's, I don't see a moral distinction between a person on the street doing that to you, and you should be justified in defending yourself. But if a police officer has, has stated the reason that you're under arrest or has been in communication with you, like in this case, like, I think you've had too much to drink tonight. I'm placing you under arrest. I mean, you, you know the reason why. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, but I don't, I don't see any moral justification for this guy doing what he did. Yeah. I don't know definitely. if that's the hypothetical you're talking about. Maybe you're just saying in a, in a more general context. But Evan, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I hope that answers the question anyway. Um, Evan Bushong, World War Three will be between Kekistan and Soymalia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like that's that good. one. Lippity blue. Why is Chaz associating black people with indigenous people? Those are two radically different groups of people. Congrats, Juan. Yeah, like I'm seeing a lot of Mexicans come out and talk about Black Lives Matter. It's like, have any of you people been to L.A.? Not it's, white. Not white. That's the common link. That's crazy. If I were Mexican, <laughs> like Latin kings and the Crips and the Bloods, they all hate each other's guts. Remember that hoax, that that beating of that old man in, in L.A., which was originally framed as like, uh, hate against a was it hate against oh it was hate against a Hispanic man who was like 95 and was framed as like no, he was and the KKK. no that was a different guy that was San Francisco oh god I'm talking about an LA like a year or two ago it was an old Hispanic man who was beaten and it was framed Jeez. as probably a white supremacist attacker it was actually a, uh, black, a black female who bricked him oh, god. or something like that yeah um the baby's awake she needs to be fed okay uh do you think you need to sign off for the night or do you it's going to take about 20 minutes. Okay. Well, I can carry on and you can come back if you want, or you can sign off for the night and call it good. It's up to you. You know, if I could breastfeed on air, this would be well, we haven't so had much that, easier. We haven't had that discussion yet, but if you want to come back, if you want to like do what you need to do and come back, we can. Okay. I, I leave it up to you. Do what you want to do. I will turn off my camera and go downstairs. Sure. And, uh, I, there's no way I'm going to make it back by the time you're finished with this. Well, I'll, there are not that many more. Okay. I'll carry on. Oh man. I hate doing this. Cause we did get a really big donation. Uh, I'll read the $200 one. Uh, sure. Lee Clemens said, congrats blonde. Just stopping by always enjoy you both making my morning brighter. Uh, thank you so much. And if in your super chat, you said something specifically to congratulate me or the baby, I really appreciate it. I will read these soon. Um, but, Baby has to be fed, and that has to be my first priority. Always. I am not going to be niggardly. Thanks for supporting the show. Thank you so much, you guys. I really appreciate it, and All I right. will see you next. See you Wednesday. I will carry on. Thank I will you, turn Matt. off your webcam either way, but okay. uh, but uh, all right, we'll catch you. We'll catch you soon. Bye, and uh, I will carry on, guys. Have no fear. Decide if you want to stick around and hang out with me or not. But um, but of course, thanks to everybody supporting the show tonight, and thanks for being understanding with Blonde's uh, availability and all that. 
Uh, Blippity Blue says, why is Chaz associating black people with it? Oh, we, we did that one. Yeah. Blissful Nemo says, congrats to Blonde and God bless America, the non-Chaz parts. Well, they are an autonomous country, so God bless America does not include Chaz. Thanks for supporting the show. Flying Mikey Shop says, notice uh, the indigenous people take a backseat to the blacks. The, peep, uh, the peeps who have been here long before the blacks get to play second fiddle to the non-indigenous folks seems a bit ironic. I, whatever, however you want to interpret the, uh, the order of things here, according to Chaz. Uh, Bradley Sutliff says, if giving someone, if, is giving someone the finger worse than saying, uh, fuck you, context here is jokingly like, ha ha, I did it and you said I couldn't. But even out of context, is it the same or am I wrong? Blonde, can't believe you are here. Well, thanks for supporting the I am the not going to be niggardly. I think communication is context dependent anyway. There are joking ways to give people the finger and there are joking ways to say fuck you to a person. You know, uh, just different ways of messaging the same thing. But of course, both are context dependent. So I wouldn't see them as better or worse. They're both the same. They're both different methods of communicating the same message. And that communication's meaning is context dependent. YouTube name says uh, how blonde feels about Seattle is how I feel about Philly. Sad to hear. And I hope that these things resolve, of course. Uh, Andrew Pollock says, congratulations to the baby blonde. Next thought, world needs more Jesus truth and to learn how to forgive. You two bringing the truth to light is awesome. Keep doing what you do. Love you guys. Well, thanks. And I do agree that that forgiveness and redemption and all of those things are important. I say this as someone who's kind of shooting from the hip because I'm not a great faith scholar. But one of the things that attracts me to the principles and the philosophy of faith is the importance of redemption and uh, and forgiveness because why what's the motivation for anyone to fix past bad behavior if you have no reward and no path to redemption for doing so so i try as much as as fun as it is to thirst for vengeance against a lot of the awful people in the world right now uh, i do think it is important to maintain uh some role for forgiveness and redemption for people to change their minds and for people to to become better people over time Laurel says USCIS, which grants immigration benefits, is a self-funded agency from filing fees. They are out of money. If they don't get $1.2 billion in taxpayer money by July 20th, they will furlough 75% of their staff. Wow. I wonder what's... uh... So they self-funded from filing fees, and filing fees must be way down because of what? Coronavirus, I would assume? Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for the details, Laurel. Uh, David Richardson says, Matt and I once made love. I occupied his autonomous zone while he defiled my poll department. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> Skunk Core says, my history teacher in 03 said we were going to be replaced as global superpower around 2022. Our whole way of life would be changed to appease the new superpower tinfoil hat. Some are already catering to China's demands. Well, prophecy is coming true, perhaps. Blissful Nemo says, fire bombings in my neighborhood this week. Perspective took a 180. Thanks for the nudge, BLM. Bought a SIG, barricaded doors. American dream is worth fighting for. However you arrive at the uh, the philosophy, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, under better terms or not, welcome to the philosophy. And, uh, and congrats on taking the steps to protect yourself. Jeremiah Russell says, I want to get Blonde's take on this, unfortunately. I will have to substitute, but thank you. Uh, let's break the country up and take our pieces. They don't want to follow our constitution, so if we're going to have two countries, then why not have two countries? Congrats on the baby, darling. Well, I'm sorry she's not here to answer it for you. Um, but my question on, on whether my question on if we split into countries like that, even if it was supposedly a mutual agreement to split, 
or let's say we had a civil war and split, but at the end of the day, we were split countries. Would the, would the progressive left be willing to stand back and allow two countries to exist? Or would they have to enforce their way upon another country? I just, I, I don't think these people are content letting other people live the way they choose to live. I think they have, they thirst for a level of control that uh, is just, it's just strange to me because I don't share that, but uh, oh, wow. Look who's back. She's zonked out, so I, I got a few more minutes. Well, he, okay, cool. Uh, I actually just got one, and thanks to those of you who stuck around. I hope I didn't bore too many of you into leaving, but for those who stuck around, now you're rewarded. Uh, I want uh, Jeremiah Russell says, I want Blonde's take on this. Let's break the country up and take our pieces. They don't want to follow our Constitution, so if we're going to have two countries, why not have two countries? Congrats on the baby. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to need more than two, though. Mm. Just uh, each state is a country. I don't, I don't even know how we would do this. I mean, obviously the Balkans have balkanized, but like, like how, how would we, how would we do this? That's what he's asking. Strategize. I mean, I guess my plan for balkanization is just like to live in militia organized communities that could eventually secede when things reach a fever pitch in the remaining yeah. the rest of the country. But uh, logistically, like, I have no idea how to do this. Hmm. It's uh, Jeremiah. Will you keep reading yeah, this while I find Jeremiah Lofton, uh, no note, but thanks for supporting the show. Very much appreciated. I am not uh, going to be niggardly. Darlene, favorite boomer, Darlene, congrats, Blonde. You should make your compound membership list from the looks of things. Little girls have a way of changing a daddy's mind. Maybe. Take care of yourself so you can take care of the baby. Seattle, leave it. Refuse federal aid, she says. Good for you, darling. Hmm. Uh, will you read a few more? I'm going to pull yeah. up the live chat. Throne says, uh, Throne 204 says, Welcome back, Blonde, and congratulations. Stay safe and sane, you too. Thank you for supporting the show and you as well. Uh, Laurel also says, One of my sus- subscribers in Long Island said the other day he waited in a line 12 hours to buy a gun. Boog is coming. Well, maybe that's just the normal uh, wait Yikes. time in, in New York. <laughs> I don't know. 12 hours yeah. sounds quick. Actually. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm sure there. I'm sure a lot of people are having harsh realizations right now. We saw it in California previously with coronavirus. Uh, good to hear. Michael Anderson says the left cannot be reasoned with. It cannot be bargained with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear, and it absolutely will not stop. Can't say I disagree with that. Uh, with that view, um, and I think everybody should prepare as though that is true. I think we have a moral obligation to try to reason our way out of this. But when they're coming to burn down your property or do bad things to you, that's where it ends. That's yep. where you're, there's no more convincing. Quantum, Quantum football. Yeah, there you go. Um, I didn't realize that making a meatloaf could yield something so beautiful. I hope that Rebecca, <laughs> her husband, and Emmeline live long and prosper together. Thank you. Uh, Beta Fate says, parents, small town, 20,000 people um, in East Middle Tennessee had a Black Lives Matter demonstration this weekend protesters were bust in and non-locals plainclothes police attended soros is writing a lot of checks oh could no. be i i know i know like i was saying i know my town is it's got a, like the college influence and a little bit of leftist influx but i've been surprised how big the blm stuff has been even here yeah not saying it's all fake but i wouldn't be surprised if there was some assistance for sure for sure um albertus magnus 44 u.s uh, constitutional article 4 section 4 uh, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. If Seattle descends into anarchy or tyranny, the feds yeah. can intervene. 
That's that's a, that's an important clause, I suppose. Um, the question is, what is meant by Republican form of government? And if it's if it's uh, citizens choosing their leaders or choosing their representatives, I mean that that's still intact there. Yeah, that's that has not been severed yet. That has not been taken away. That said, their rights are being broadly violated. So. That, that's why I do think this, this debate is such an interesting one, and I wanted to touch on it tonight, because I, I, can, I can make you a case that I buy into, at least partially, on both sides of it. Derek Finley, welcome back, Blonde. The flat tire last week was all right, but no one is more needed than Blonde Fuhrer in these times. I will try <laughs> to deliver. Better Call Hall, LLC. I agree with Matt. The people made their, made their bed. Let them uh, live with the decisions they've made, voting these fools into office. Mm. Rachel Jane, congratulations to you and your husband on your daughter, Blonde. It's been fun to follow you guys over the years as you transition to married life and now motherhood. Enjoy those precious newborn snuggles. I know she's so snuggly. Yeah. She just, she's so snuggly. She's like a little little monkey or a frog or something. She's so cute. Master Nate says, A group out of Chaz bought $500 worth of vegetable plant starters for my sister-in-law. Kind of really mad, but doubt these LARPers know how to keep away, keep it away from the homeless. Uh, keep up the great work. It's crazy. Yeah, they'll have to defend their property. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine Only, only that. their personal property, not private property. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reality Lobster. Do you think it's a coincidence anti-Marxist Jordan Peterson disappeared before this nonsense? And it's obvious NFL and all corporations will turn against the flag. At what point do we have a right to take up arms? I mean, that is the real question. That is the question of the day. At what point... Do we have the right to take up arms? I mean, I think and, if the government continues to fail to bring everybody under control, yeah. uh, we're going to have to. And if you're in Seattle or Minneapolis and you feel like I'm selling you out because I don't favor federal intervention here, rest, let me make explicitly clear, too. If you want to exercise your natural right to self-defense in defense of your property, I have no moral question with you whatsoever. No. I don't think people have a right to be spray painting dicks on your property. Yeah, I'm thinking people have a right to to toss bricks through your property. I think that that is that that you are totally justified in in exercising your right to self defense in such a case. Um, Mike Bob, uh, great to see you back, Blonde. I love your relatively high energy and enthusiasm. We all missed you. Yeah, I think the days of my my low energy pregnancy are are over. Um, mm. I Tell feel the next like one. yeah, I feel so much like as soon as the baby came out of me, I was like I immediately had energy. I feel like a lot a lot better. So how quickly does the weight drop off in like a typical person? So I was, I gained 35 pounds. I was mm -hmm. 135. I got up to 170 during my pregnancy. Wow. And then I lost, um, 20 pounds. So I'm still like up immediately, like immediate. So that's fetus. No, and the day after, cause I had IV fluids the day after I gave uh. birth, I was only down seven pounds. So well, that's still I, a lot, though, in a short amount of time. Yeah. So I still yeah. date today's day nine and I'm down 20 pounds. So mm. I still have 15 pounds to lose. Yeah. Um, two way says the left wants federal intervention in Chaz so they can instigate violence and cause mass casualties so they can slander Trump as a tyrant. That's could be. Yeah, it could be. The trap element could be real. Um, apathetic ape. They have to stay, not move. They must fix their own communities, just like South Americans must fix their countries instead of moving here. Wouldn't that be more philosophically consistent? Yeah. Probably. Uh, not necessarily. I can see the argument there too. And I, I think that that's a good thing to do too, but I'm, I'm sort of granting or I'm taking the premise that 
you are outnumbered against a mob of people who want to violate your rights. That, that yeah. simply staying there and voting is a futile effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, or staying there and building a new business only to have it destroyed by people who have no regard for your rights. Uh, if, if that's the route that you want to take, absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm sort of operating under the premise that it's lost. That it's so lost that either we need the feds to go in and fix it, or someone has to bail to get out of there, basically. That, that's yep. sort of the where I'm operating here. Nicolia Kraft says, had a dream where I met Matt. Frank was a security guard who patted me down before I got to talk to Matt. Then I confronted Matt about how he always mispronounces my name and things got violent. Frank defended you valiantly. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Gay. Uh, how do I mispronounce Smith? that name? Uh, Nicolia Kraft? How could I say that wrong? I don't know. That's what I said. So. All right. Well, we're both wrong, I guess. Ben Smith, I love this formation of the Soviet Union. Building a wall, armed border patrol, stopping and frisking everyone who tries to enter. Count me in. Yeah, let's do that on our national borders. I guess, yeah, silver linings. Uh, do you think that Chaz wants a tiny catapult too to get people out of the autonomous <laughs> they zone? Border, I mean, they metaphorically catapulted that one guy. This guy's life doesn't matter. Get this bitch out of here. <laughs> if they had a catapult, they might have used it. Yeah. Yeah. Das Pooch, the news piece on the statues included the clip of the black guy getting brained by the statue. I, I see when it was pulled down. Holy crap. Lol. Um, I got to yeah, check this dude, out. I'm pretty sure that like his brain spilled everywhere and he's dead now. Wow. We're talking full on uh, skull evacuation. I'm pretty sure. Really? Uh, Matt Dath. Welcome back, Mama Blonde and happy birthday. Ping too. She should be a semi-regular call-in co-host. Um, ah, sure. She can only make little pig noises right now, though. So. Oh, no, no I should clarify. Ping 2, we were joking because I didn't want to reveal my fiance's name. Oh. So yeah. the chat dubbed her Ping 2. She's and, kind uh, of pingy. She, <laughs> sort of, yeah. She's a touch yeah. pingy, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I Sorry, girl. That's a fair accusation. You're, you're a smoke <laughs> show, but, you know, 5% pingy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I, I'm gonna get a text from her like right now. Um, <laughs> Henry Young, are people still really that racist, or it's there? Is there a bigger divide of cultures? I feel like people being called racist have less of a problem with someone's skin color than how they act. Um, I think that's definitely true. I mean, I don't feel threatened by being called racist because it's just really lost its power. Yeah, it's not um, effective anymore. Jay says all cops are heroes. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but most cops are a lot of them are, are willing to put themselves yeah. in a horrible spot that is between uh, a, an aggressive attacker and a victim the that the attacker is trying to whose rights the attacker is trying to violate so yeah, uh, yeah in general i i respect uh i respect cops that doesn't mean that i won't criticize ones who are bad actors though uh, esoteric unbound sent three i'm just going to read them in one long uh, note congrats sure. blonde Welcome to real adulthood. Speaking as a former sailor, good luck cleaning up your saltier modes of expression. Best to start now, as in 24 months, it will stop being optional. That's true. I probably hmm. should take the Cindy pill and, and shut my GD <laughs> she mouth. She was right all along. She was right all along. When I looked into the beautiful face of my daughter the first time, I literally said, OMG, as so many prior concerns were washed away by a hundred fears for the future that had never wow. occurred to me before. 21 years and two siblings later, um, she's entitled Baldi Mean and still one of the three greatest pleasures of my life. It cost me my delusions about who I was but forced me to be so much more. Oh, I know. And I can already tell that Emmy's going to be really pretty. Like, uh, I just want like a nerdy daughter that's like a seven. 
you know, but she's she's going to be a real smoke she's show. Right there, but not too high. Yes, it's yeah. not too hot, but it's all over for me. Uh, Jacob says the requirements for sending in the troops to put down a rebellion are in the Constitution, but it's not like anybody cares. Even George Washington resists the whiskey tax and fuck Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Um, I guess it's fair to say, too. I mean, they're saying they're an autonomous country. They're saying this is not yeah. America anymore. What, what is the difference? How is that not secession? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what they're saying, at least. Robert fair Stillman. Point. I thought I would share with you guys when I was taking care of COVID-19 patients, I noticed that two of mine had been started on chloroquine. The doctors think Trump is right and the media is wrong. I've heard that from a lot. Better be quiet about that. You'll be yeah. banned from medical practice forever. Yep. Liz Towell says, Gad Sad has gone from saying slowly we inch to quickly we gallop. Thanks for the sand. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Furious Dan. COVID lockdowns made more sense when they thought everywhere would be as bad as Italy. How do we treat expert credibility um, when they base bad advice on good math and premature data. That's exactly what happened. Uh, but also I think that there was an element of malice. That I think there was a ton of politics. And that was another politics. thing you may have missed. Some 1,200 doctors or public health officials across basically all the states signed a letter, an open letter, endorsing the Black Lives Matter protests and saying it's because white supremacy is a greater public health issue than coronavirus. In other I words, heard about that. That's outrageous that is they in, they endorse the gathering when they're their endorsement depends on the politics that's it they were openly admitting yeah it's not about principles it's not about medical science it's just about whether we agree with the politics or not that's it oh man uh rafael salvador hey guys long time no donating so here's some shekels from me blonde congrats for the pregnancy and may little eva braun grow up as fashy as her mom matt step up your game and push out some little snow apes he's working on it Got to get married first. And hopefully I'm not doing the pushing out, but <laughs> that'd be a strange we'll twist. We'll see. Um, Craig Sneed, congrats, blonde. You have the glow of a mom. I think uh, I Trump should deploy federal troops around Chaz to protect our border in accordance with coronavirus travel restrictions. Okay. All right. I can go with that since it is a border now. Yeah. Incompetent hands. 30. Putting Keith Ellison in charge of the Chauvin prosecutions is like putting blonde in charge of the 19th QBC boys sabotage. Yeah. Welcome back, blonde. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm definitely team potential sabotage or team. Just the idea that Keith Ellison is potentially uh, hoping for the prosecution to fail such that he can yeah. fan the flames of rioting and unrest. I, for sure. I, I'm warm to that. Um, oh, and by, because people are criticizing me in the live chat, I being t uh, too hot for a chick she's not going to develop a good personality or any skills. And then when she's 30, she's going to be screwed. So it's very important that she's not too hot. Need a little humbleness. It's a little, little bit humble. Yeah. 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 Um, Redicus, the statue of vandals are Maoist. I almost said moist because it's, that <laughs> it does look uh, like it. Yeah. Red guard trying to get rid of the four olds, our culture, statues, our customs, gender roles, our ideas, PC culture, our habits, masks. That is so right on, mm. right on. Albertus Magnus 44 anarchy is the path to tyranny Dems first create anarchy. The demand tyranny to control their own people along with everyone else. It's the oldest game in the book. You yeah. guys are on it tonight. Philosophically sound. Um, Jacko 2008, 2012. Congrats on the baby blonde. It seems like just yesterday you were killing your feed to vomit randomly. That did happen. Also, <laughs> Frank was a good stand in with a lack of casual racism was definitely noticeable. Don't. <laughs> well, he does what he can. Mark Duquesne, landlocked areas are never in, uh, 
are never ending up, never end up well long term. Wait, landlocked areas never end up doing well. That must be what he said. What he's saying. Um, long term and balkanization situations. Alaska has good demographics, ports, natural resources galore, and a Seattleish climate in the southern Panhandle Islands. Mm. Mm. Kinpatsu. Blonde, congratulations. If you guys get serious about the South, consider Tennessee. It's beautiful, great seasons, and the people are fantastic. Cough. Depending on the neighborhood, I'm an expat, but if I move back, it will be Tennessee. All right. Uh, Saint. Oh, that person's Japanese. You are welcome. Just had to go back and make sure that they were the right kind of fish. Saint says, I can confirm on personal level the trucking story. Have either of you read Fortitude Crenshaw's book? If not, I recommend it. Keep it classy. Beaches. I have not. It's a pretty recent it. publication, I, I think. His book just came out a little while ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Sarlacc says, stop saying there's no institutional racism. The left controls nearly all the institutions other yeah. than the military and the police. And the message they consistently spew is definitely anti You probably got a point there. Uh, I can't argue point. with you. Uh, Luis Aguayo. Luis Aguayo. Doom Alex Jones edition part two. Shout out to solid Batman. You know who you are. We need you on the field, bro. Mm. Jason Bolt. Congratulations, blonde on another topic. Things won't change until we do something about that, which we can't talk about. I don't know what kind of hate is in that heart. The old SQ. (laughs) Definitely Uh, can't talk about that. mm -mm. Rafael Salvador between blonde today and Frank last week. I do you and I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) thank you all right cool uh don trump i remember when matt couldn't find a woman oh i've got to skip this one um uh that's that's a good one though thank you don trump (laughs) gold crank uh land in between congrats on the newborn god bless keep up the good work both of you veritas truth sure see sure um blonde i laugh myself sick thinking about what crops are in the Chaz black only garden unrelated matt is that shirt wool or question. no it is flannel it's oh. just uh levi's flannel flannel is made of what 100 percent cotton right so what's the that's the actual component of the material now I i'll look it up know. i think it's just cotton though i don't know um bridge burner 77 uh congratulations blonde you look glowing and amazing and i'm very happy for you thank you the 14 words are especially meaningful and appropriate right now ironically skag is the only one of the two that has said those on air it can be wool, cotton, or synthetic fiber, but I'm 99% sure this one's cotton. <laughs> Liberative. According to my retired PD buddy, tasers are two shots with probes and leads. Then they, they then become a contact stun device that cannot incapacitate but hurts like hell. Ah, it's mm. two shots. Okay. I was wrong. PG says, congrats, Blonde. Love you guys. Can't catch, the lo- can't catch you live. I'll need to watch later, but wanted to hop in and throw you some love. Thanks, PG. Well, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Alicia Ongren. No note. Thank you. Uh, Rachel B. I left Cleveland and leftism in 2016 and returned to rural Nebraska. My house in Cleveland sold in one day. Good. Divine Intervention also bought my first gun this weekend, guys. Congrats, Blonde. Motherhood is such a gift. Thank you so Enjoy. much. Enjoy. Awesome. Gavin McKinnis. Congratulations, Blonde. I listened to you guys while packing to move to Idaho 10 months ago. So funny thinking how much has changed since then. Sending my best to both of you. Thank you so much. Congrats. Lee yeah. Clemens. Congrats, Blonde. Just stopping by. Oh, oh I read this one. Um, always enjoy you both making my Monday morning brighter. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for your support for the show, too. Uh, Crash test. Hello from the UK. Was able to catch you in time. Congratulations, Blonde. Shoot a gun for me. Matt, <laughs> keep up with the facts. Um, uh, thank thank you kindly for staying up late to check out the show. Ginger monkey bear, dude, blonde, turn off camera and continue audio only. 
cover camera with towel for insurance if you're worried. Uh, Skag and I are going to talk about it. It's well, okay. it's mostly, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been the one who's been resistant, but there maybe there are ways we can navigate this. We'll talk. We'll probably talk about it this week because now we're now we're in it. Before we're figuring out, well, let's wait till the baby's here and then assess. Now we and she's assess. an easy an easier baby too. Yeah. So and then my parents uh, are living here now, so. Um, Mr. Histor says George Floyd died of a heart attack, which is what caused a shortness of breath and abdominal pain. He yelled, my stomach hurt. Not surprising considering his health status and drug use. A lot yeah, of I complications. Think the, yeah. The choking probably has nothing to do with it though. Um, let me, I'm going to kill Caesar. Keith, so yeah, there he goes. Keith says, uh, cops have upped their effort to prevent a Portland autonomous zone, but I think we'll get one soon. Congrats, Blonde. I'm sure I'm surprised they have not followed suit successfully yet, yeah. but they've, they've definitely got to be trying. First son of man says, uh, Jesus, Matt, let her breastfeed on air. We all want to see the baby. I have seen a woman breastfeed in public and they cover themselves like a woman in Afghanistan. Quit being a weirdo about it. Well, first, I reject the idea that I've like stonewalled this. Uh, I I am generally resistant for a few factors, but uh, but the idea that it's like not happening on air because I've banned it. That's not even what happened just now. That's you didn't leave. Or I don't know. Did you feed the kid? No, I went downstairs and my mom was older and she was asked out. So I just yeah, came see? back right back upstairs. So, anyway, noted. Uh, Jared Tank, thanks for supporting the show. Jared Tank says, congratulations to you and your husband on the baby girl blonde. I'm so happy for you and uh, great to have you back. Uh, agreed. And thanks, Jared. Lapco92, any chance Portland will follow Seattle's example and have a Seattle-Portland autonomous zone or SPAS for short? I wouldn't count it out. Ken Patsu, uh, don't let them rewrite history. In 1870, 13.7%. Uh, is this going to be a joke? 13.7% of the black population was free. Uh, 3,776 of those free blacks owned 12,907 slaves. Interesting. I did not know that's true. Assuming I'm not getting Rachel Dolezal tricked with statistics right now. Out of the total of 2,009,000 slaves owned by the entire United States source, the root. All right, well, I'll have to check it out. Um, let's see. We are good over on D live. And I just have a few more over on Streamlabs. Sore Loser on, on YouTube says, Blonde, give her braces and headgear in high school and the ugliest glasses you can find. Don't let her use makeup. You'll be fine. No, I want her to be pretty and to land a good man and everything like that. But like, I don't want her to be the hottest girl in school. Mm. That's a problem. Give him the old Raz Chaz. Says, job got you down? Tired of modern life? Come to Chaz. Surrounded by Seattle in the U.S., Enjoy the porta potties and being mugged. I mean, surprise donating <laughs> the progressive anarcho-socialist Democratic Republic of Chaz because the first world is overrated. You could get a job in marketing there, I think. Uh, Crypto Crook says Handmaid's Tale, which uh, is a piece of lefty propaganda, quite precisely portrayed interesting detail of a uh, totalitarian state which removed statues and renamed streets. Quite ironically, they do exactly the same thing in, in real life. Yeah, for sure. If you just change the name of the street, uh, suddenly we'll stop uh, all this rioting and all this destruction. I bet. Redicus says the statue vandals are just cultural revolutionists uh, that want to erase the crimes of the party they represent going full Dinesh. Uh, yes, the Democrats are, in fact, the real racists. Copyright Dinesh D'Souza. These people want to destroy the four olds. Uh, our culture, our customs, our ideas, and our habits. Uh, oh, this, didn't, this, didn't this one come through on uh, 
Yeah. Maybe he sent it twice once on Streamlabs. Yeah. Thank you, Redicus. Uh, Chewy says the left says there should be no Confederate statues because they are traitors. None of those traitors went to prison. None were punished. Uh, peace was as peace was as hard fought as the war. In the end, they were soldiers who fought for their country. And that is the the one key re, one key way to contextualize a lot of the Confederate monuments and things we have too. We were aiming to heal as a country. And I don't think that you, even if there are a lot of moral sins of the Confederacy, I don't think that you heal as a country by just browbeating those who already lost the war. At some point, you have to say, in the interest of country, we're going to come together, we're going to heal. And yeah, maybe that means that we we have some monuments to people who we don't like looking back. But is there, what, what, history is made up of people. People are imperfect. There's nobody who is who made into a statue who is flawless. Yeah, and that's just the reality. Mike Newman says, uh, blonde, you look great. Matt looks okay. Love the show. I am kind of curious to see how the cities do without police. Will be interesting. Watch on a live stream from far, but, uh, we are all more. caught up. Okay. Go for Jeremy it. hammer. Congratulations. Blonde. You look amazing tonight. I am still kind of fat though. Um, Frank did well, but I'm glad to have you back, Matt. I'm planning a trip through Bozeman for a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Let's get together for a drink, which I haven't done since Woo Flu. Sure. Uh, as I will say to anybody who happens to come through town in general, I'm, I'm more than willing to meet with people who do. Uh, sometimes my schedule makes it tough to do it on a moment's notice. So if you, if you can give me like a week or at least a few days advance notice, that generally helps me out. So send me an email uh, maybe like a week in advance with your availability and hopefully we can make it happen. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, the live show or the live chat wants a lack of bump as proof. No, I'm still so fat. I don't, I don't Are you going to show, show that? Yeah. I guess I will. It's fine. All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. And, um, well, that is noticeably a lot smaller than in weeks prior, no doubt. Well, yeah, uh, there's no baby in there. <laughs> and some other stuff fell out, too. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to be complimentary. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for hanging out with us and, and putting up with, uh, you know, as we navigate some of the technical stuff and figuring out how to navigate... Uh, the new baby and, and all of this and how it'll you know impact the show and, and allow us to keep the show going. Anyway, just thanks for keeping us on the air. Thanks for the big support and thanks for hanging out with us. And, yep. uh, we appreciate it, guys. If you're looking to um, to listen to more of the show, including my fiance's appearance on the call-in show from Wednesday, you can find that uh, linked in the description and over on the website. You can always also send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Other than that, we'll be back uh, next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Have a good night. Bye, guys.